transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Everything from now on. Don't worry, just ignore it. It's only, it's only Elon Musk that gets this, other than us. So. Well, it said it leave meeting, so I clicked that. <laughs> that Still work? here. I'm. That's just a freeze. The it's just frozen all, all already. So. <laughs> it's just Every, my spirit. It wants to be here really bad. So. Yeah, yeah. It's the. Uh, I thought you looked kind of faint at first. You know, like almost like I could put my hand through you. No, that's just the booster shot. (laughs) You're astrally projecting into the podcast. Dude, I might as well have been. I had like a 105 degree fever. And I like, at one point I was like, right before like, I or after I texted you, Jared, I was like laying in bed with Marissa and I was like, I am so cold and I need another blanket. And I had like eight blankets at one point and the heater running and I was just like fucking shivering. And I was just like, I'm going to try and sleep. And I just kept like... (laughs) Uh, and like, oh, no. uh, did you uh, did you go full Dewey Cox? I yeah, need more like, blankets, yeah. and blankets at the same time. <laughs> Pretty much at one point, because I think like finally my fever broke, and I was like, God, I'm hot. Why do I have eight blankets on me? Oh no! <laughs> Turn that happened? ear off. <laughs> oh man, yeah. That's uh, I mean, I you know, speaking of boosters and the vid and everything, uh, that's uh, the hot dogs, corn dogs will all notice that we have Luke Gillespie, all star guest, who's been like, we've talked about you so fucking much on this podcast already. We got, we got, oh, only good, always good, hottest things. (laughs) It's so it's great to have you on here. We we are short one council member though. Uh, Dusty Gill, he's resting off his uh, his his uh, you know sickness and all that. He's so we'll keep him in our spirits and talk shit if any uh, if anything needs to be talked shit for him. Do you think he? Do you think he'd like all the ska on the list personally? Yeah, I think he yeah. said that he was yeah, sad think- he wasn't there to defend it. <laughs> yeah, Dusty was Dusty was generally one of the ska defenders of the group. Um, so. Luke, you're gonna be in for a rough man. ride. The, man, the if you the Scott defenders. That that sounds like a fucking great band right there, dude. There's a trombone <laughs> sitting over here in this corner, just waiting for the other 18 pieces of a ska band to come together. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I've only found one. The ska defenders unite, man. Yeah. <laughs> is there a, is there a stage big enough to hold them? That's the real question. I don't mm, know. Probably but... like a football stadium or something. I mean, yes. that's how big of a crowd it draw in. Uh, fair point. <laughs> like, not even all the members in ska bands play instruments. In the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, there's just a guy called the Boss Tone who just dances around. He doesn't even sing. He just wears a suit and just grooves. That's Jesus. a pretty Jesus. legit job, really. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, I, listen I, man, I just groove. <laughs> I've, I've had a job like that before. Like when, what was it? Was it the Whack Arnolds or something? Maybe not them, but I was the piano stand. You it's were. Yeah, it was the Whack Arnolds. It was the Whack Arnolds for sure. You had a very important job as a piece of equipment. I was on all fours with a French braid for a long time while, while Fitzy was kick flipping that keyboard onto my spine. 
just, you know, hey. I, me and Caleb also did backup vocals for Zebras in America, where our only job was to yell fuck. <laughs> I was a founding member of that bullshit. Oh, were you? Well, then it was me and somebody I was... else. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> There's a little bitterness there. There's a little... <laughs> <laughs> there, there, were, there were six people that watched that show, and they were confused. I very vaguely remember <laughs> and they that were show. Good. They were just determining what they needed to do next in life because they were so inspired. Exactly. They were like, like if this is achievable, what else could be? Yeah. If that man can stand on all fours for half an hour being holding up that keyboard, I can do anything in the world. Just being pummeled by a keyboard. (laughs) And also just Fitzgerald. (laughs) I was a younger man and I had less back problems maybe Longer that's why knees. i have them <laughs> yeah listen man you were pretty you were durable you were built ford tough back then okay <laughs> yeah i got a lot of mileage now caleb's, caleb's <laughs> knees have always been in question yeah that's true <laughs> caleb's and dusty dusty always had that one knee the gill knee <laughs> i do always remember that during playing football at like junior high and he would just be like Trying to throw a pass and just like, oh god, and just like trip over. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't tell sometimes. It would be like, it'd be like, are you, are you hurt, or is it just (laughs) just fucking faking? (laughs) No, I'm, no, I'm just Andrew Locke. (laughs) You know when you when you speak of it that way, it does kind of feel like Dusty would employ that as a valid strategy. Oh, definitely. I feel like I witnessed the inception of the the Gilney because we were sledding one time and Dusty was standing up on his sled like it was one of those tricycle type ones and he hit a rock and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like he just (laughs) full stop and like just goes over the handlebars and I just I just heard him dead quiet and go (laughs) just (laughs) mash him to the ground. Like, well, he broke something. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Exactly it. We're gonna have to get his input next time on. Yeah, uh, well, this will yeah, this will just be a follow up for the next episode. We'll have to see how the knee is holding up. <laughs> I've got some, some follow up questions for him. <laughs> We're talking talking shit about music and calling out people's knees. <laughs> we could probably say that we want Dusty back, just like abandoned by bears want to back. Ooh, oh good call yeah yeah I'm dude for it jumping on that in. is that is a great segue <laughs> you know at old heart radio we are definitely known for the segues it's uh the inconsistency and the segues those are the two things we're known for i think not yours it's uh you know <laughs> you, you take what you can get really it's yeah but yeah, dude. Okay, so Luke, kicking it off with this song, man. I I liked I liked this as like an intro track here. I don't know if that was a purposeful choice or not, but where'd this track come from? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it was kind of like purposely because it's just like I don't know. I've always liked easy core kind of stuff like Chunk No Captain Chunk and oh, yeah, Four Year yeah. Strong, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this is just like one of my like favorite covers too because this is they're actually a swedish band so it's hilarious because they always it's like one of those weird things where they can sing perfect english but then when they talk in like their youtube videos or anything like the last album they're promoting it's like 
it's like, oh hi, I'm Sven, and we are abandoned by bears, and we're here to rock. <laughs> and then just, just the other like long, long hair guy comes out, he's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and that's like all they can say, and then it's just like the all English singing and everything. But yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't. I would. I wouldn't have guessed they weren't like. Uh, like a regular English, like English speaking, like in you know, mm-hmm. non Swedish uh, band, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I was not right, but anyway, yeah, then the, I mean, that's kind of fucking funny. So, do you listen to like, do you have other tracks by them that you kind of bang reg- regularly also? Yeah, yeah, totally. They're they um have like a couple EPs that were really good, and then they put out an album, uh, the years ahead, and that was actually probably like really everything kind of coming together but um definitely worth a listen to it's just one of those like you get in the car you're driving like just like for a couple hours or so somewhere put this on get it going get it grooving like one of the best songs on that album is like good terms and i don't know it's just really fun music overall like you can never kind of go wrong with like breakdowns and a synth (laughs) <laughs> Agreed. Like you see those? You have those two things. You're just like, this is gonna be fucking fun, fellas. <laughs> Hell yeah, Extreme man! Yeah, I like to interject with a strong endorsement of that belief. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, uh, I mean, Nick. So, did you did you dig this track? Yeah, um, actually, Luke got me into Abandoned by Bears like quite a long time ago. I think between him and Pat, they were the ones who really got me into uh, pop punk, easy core, this style of music in general. I think Luke showed me Four Years Strong, too, and that was on my first playlist that I showed you guys. Um, I will say I'm not a fan of the Jackson 5. Like, I'm not a fan of Michael Jackson. Not even it, Little Michael? This, no, not even Little Michael. Oh, man. Neither was he's cute. Sad. He's cute and he's talented. I'll give him that. His dad's a piece of shit, like a real one. Um, I saw that movie. I but saw that movie. This is just, I don't know. I, as excited as I am to have like easy core and pop punk, like a cover of a song that I just feel so meh about. <sighs> am I going to have to, do, do I need to? No, it's, I mean, I like the band, um, I'm, but I'm not going to gavel <laughs> no. them just for covering a song. Don't gavel this. I have other gavels for later. <laughs> I've got he's, some spice coming. He's <laughs> waving his crack pipe at you. <laughs> it's not a crack pipe. <laughs> what is let it? me heat it up and show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, Jameson, how about you, man? How'd you feel about this about this track? I like this one. It was a lot of fun. Like it's a cool remix of like a pretty generic song that everyone has heard. And uh, it just kind of takes me back to the, like that mid two thousands pop punk, like a day to remember and shit like that, where the gang vocals are so prominent in it that it, it just kind of really places it in a in a time frame for me. So, and the fucking band name is awesome. So, <laughs> I'll have to check them out a little bit more. Hell yeah, uh, Caleb. How about you, man? How'd you feel about it? So. Um... I wanted to hate it more, but it is admittedly because um, it's not like that's not like my favorite thing, but like the easy core kind of uh, version of like a pop punk vibe makes that a lot more digestible for me. And it might not be something I would listen to like on the regular by myself because 
Um, it's just not really, I don't know, it's too happy, but it would be so much fun to like, <laughs> you know, be at a, like an outdoor show on a nice day with you guys and having some beers and jamming out to this. Like, I, this has got to be like a great song to see live, you know, all the, the clapping part and all the gang vocals and it's a good cover and it's a good name. And I honestly thought these guys were from like somewhere in California because their English is so spot on. So yeah. That's a fun little bit of trivia. <laughs> They're Swedish. Swedish. Yeah. It's another yeah, globetrotting man. kind of playlist. I'm very excited about it. Oh yeah, bounces <laughs> around a bit. It seemed. Uh, yeah, dude. Like I said, I I, I actually re- I, I really like the cover of it, and I don't know. I'll probably have to check them out a little more. I like the I like the energy of the song. It really it it was just positive the energy and that, that was thrown in there. And Jameson, you kind of called it like it kind of harkens back to like a specific time frame for me a little bit. And yeah, you know, that, like that really hit the spot, like when turning on this playlist. Um, all right. Uh, next track, dude, next track, big boy, man. I was glad to see this song on here, man. All oh, night. Yeah. Like, wh- yeah. Where'd you, why'd you pull this one and throw it on here? Oh, I mean, I've always been a huge big boy fan. Like my opinion, best part of outcast. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Andre is like, Andre 3000 is good, but man, I just, it's like I had to go to a concert of just Andre or Big Boy, oh, Big Boy. Definitely. Like, yeah. just dude is like, keeps it real from the ATL whole time. All of his music's always been good. He's like, definitely the better rapper. I mean, just sick yeah. beats. Like, this album too, Boomiverse, is crazy. Like, he uses like, there's this like, um, little like anime girl hatsune miku and he actually yeah he actually uses like her like her as a sample in this other song on the track called kill jill and it's like him and actually killer mike and it's just so good but but i mean like he's always just been really kind of influential into like when i started getting into hip-hop and rap and it's just something that was always kind of like really true southern hip hop that I just always kind of like was drawn to. Yeah. Okay. So uh, would that is that like is that your? I mean, you know, there's lots to like about like the different varieties of hip hop that are out there. But is that where you turn to if you had like one kind of like subgenre of hip hop to to listen to, like southern hip hop? um yeah i mean i think it kind of i mean like all of our music tastes it like constantly evolves Mm -hmm. but it's one like one of those uh it's it's like one of those roots like this is like where you started your stepping stone you know your country roots and then you kind of delve out from there but hell yeah it'd be like oh like if someone's like what kind of rap music you listen to like who are some of the rappers like i wouldn't be like oh drake or eminem i'd probably be like big boy you know fair enough fair 50 enough cent. <laughs> Dude, fitty, fitty, fitty's inspirational with that vitamin water shit dude i'll tell you that yeah <laughs> uh, okay. yeah man yeah i i honestly like this this uh this track fucking bangs dude like it, it really was like i found myself 
a lot of times like I listen to these I listen I'm sure everybody's heard it a million times I listen to these in the morning these playlists a lot in the morning and uh that's when I have time to like really ingest like music I want and I felt like last handful of days like I was waking up like wanting to listen to this <clears> song <throat> you know what I mean like it was like in my head from the last time I listened to it and I was like I don't mind that space being taken up like I want I want to listen to it again like it has some really cool drive I love those like piano that piano that like hits it's so mm -hmm. it's it's like weirdly like it seems like it sticks out in a weird way but then you're like oh but it fucking like hits <laughs> like, like i don't know it's just it was a really cool song with lots of different layers to it i thought like i thought it was a good a good aspect man um jameson how'd you feel about it man i've loved this song since it came out like it got pretty popular on the radio and the musical snob in me tries to hate anything that's on the radio but i've always fucking loved this song and it's been on my like daily mix for years now <laughs> and it's just has such a good flow to it and uh the only thing about it is that it makes me sad that outcast isn't a group anymore but i fucking love this song so hell yeah caleb how about you man are you a big um, boy fan i actually i am well i mean I actually I didn't realize it was Big Boy. I've heard this song many times, and it is undeniably good. Um, the piano, the flow, the just like, you know, even kind of like, it, it's it's melodic too. Like he he's got some little parts where he's, you know, kind of singing and rapping at the same time. And um, I think I heard it for the first time on like some like Apple commercial, and I was like, that's really yeah, fucking good. I think it yeah, was on there. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I can I, never find. I straight it. up miss this fucking song entirely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never heard it before. I didn't either until this list. But, I mean, I, right, I think you guys just like they're in contact with like a radio, like a good old fashioned <laughs> FM radio that plays songs. I don't have a fucking clue what's playing on the radio except for FM. I don't know more Journey. I listen to AM dog. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to AM. AM talk radio. Thanks for. <laughs> All of you listeners who contributed to the campaign. It's also the emergency radio, so you know you guys stay on yep. the AM. Yeah. And if you're scared, because there's just an listen to the emergency channel. <laughs> you never know yeah. when there's an emergency. How would you know if you don't listen to the emergency channel? Think about this that. Song, this song's great for emergencies because it'll just calm you right down and make you feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I, yeah. It I, get, I, I like I liked Outcast like when they were coming out and. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was Big Boy, but that's cool. I'm going to check out some more Big Boy. It's just, it's hard to be in a bad mood when you're listening to this song. It's just too happy. I agree, man. It was just like, it's, it, 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 I don't know. I wasn't, I never was in a, a foul mood. If I, sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes when I get to work too early and have to do shit, I'm not in the greatest head space, but then... Like, honestly, I found this, like, just kind of, like, let me go with it. And, like, it definitely lifted my mood a couple of times. But, Nick, how about you, man? How, well, how, how are you? How are your thoughts? I got to say, I liked it when I heard it on the playlist. I'd never heard this song before, but it had this, like, nice hop to it. That piano was kick-ass. I mean, I think it was sampled from a, an old, like, maybe even a, a ragtime or a gospel song on a piano. That's definitely, like, how they produced it. You know what? Fuck it. Maybe someone was playing a piano to that beat. I don't know. Um, I didn't I mean, actually I bet it's it a sample. And so it's, it sounds sampley, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, 
it's a cool song. I thought I, it's a lot of fun, and I like it more now that I finally know the artist, but like who used the Hatsune Miku sample. Like that just made me even more <laughs> pumped solid. about this song. Miku, ugh, good stuff. I like that. That seals the deal there. Uh, I can see it being kind of gospely because he's since he's from the south, you know, just growing up in pretty mm. religious areas, and I mean that's what your life is. It's like what church do you belong mm. to so oh, i yeah. see that being a big influence in a lot of his music definitely yeah it's i mean what you know it, it i think it's like one of those things like people who've never experienced that kind of community don't know how like prom like how much that is a part of culture for some people you know what i mean mm -hmm. and yeah i think mm -hmm. i think you know big boy just being part of his community and his culture like that like that bleeds into like some of some of the stuff along the way that you can see and i think i think it's you know it's pretty cool um the next the next hip-hop song a little bit in a different direction i'd say stylistically <laughs> yes <laughs> and content wise we'll say clipping <clears throat> man i was also super surprised to see clipping on here but i was super stoked to see them on here this is a group that jeremiah turned me on to like a little well, not this is a project that Jeremiah turned me on to a while ago that mm -hmm. I've kind of in and out been checking checking on and but yeah like so this song in particular Luke where'd this where'd this song get pulled from uh yeah Chapter like 319 this, so yeah clipping for you guys that don't know is a rap group um what is the guy's name David um oh it's it's David Diggs I think David Diggs I, yeah I think it's Diggs I can look it and up, but yeah he was it's actually funny because like i was so i kind of like heard a couple songs from clipping and stuff before because they're kind of like a lot of people for some reason relate them to like uh death grips and stuff like that hmm. and um we were watching what was it hamilton like the live action because they had it for free so we were watching that and he plays one of the, one of the characters on there and I was like, that guy sounds so fucking familiar. Like, who yeah. is that? And so I was listening to that and then kind of like, oh, shit, he's part of this band. So started listening to him more. Um, but the song, Chapter 319, is essentially David's response to uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. So yeah. um, it's like, you know, going over along the lines of, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, like fuck trump literally in the song and stuff and just like if you're like voting for him then you're white supremacist and kind of like how are you essentially just like seeing all this stuff and not kind of seeing the problems still or just denying it so i think it's kind of like one of those songs that's like it's powerful it's catchy and i mean i think it's brought up in a really kind of cool way like almost yeah not like sneaky but it's like until like you really have to like understand like the situation yeah i mean it's it's really cool because you see direct there's definitely direct lyrical representation of of things happening and current like current events that are happening mm -hmm. and, and you know i uh i think it's like i like, kind of like i think you were just talking about where i think it's a really like great approach sometimes for artists to use their plat like use their talents for what they can, you know, and, and this is a great representation of that. A couple well, a couple playlists ago we did a jazz playlist for and I put on a 
uh, John Coltrane's song called Alabama, which was a response to uh, a violent act that had occurred like right around that time. And I think it's really cool. I think, like I said, I think it's a really powerful tool to use your platform like that. And it's cool that that um, digs like. I mean, you see him, you see that cat in, in quite a bit acting wise these days. And I think it's really neat that he's still f- like making music like consistently, you know, or or like still like they're still collab- like doing this project, you know. So I don't know. Like I said, dude, I was really glad to see a song on here because it's an, it's interesting that the the comparison, like some people like he's comparing it to Death Grips. I, I can see that with like maybe the industrialization sort of style of the sound at times, but like Death Grips is a whole other fucking wild beast, and like this is definitely yeah. more pointed. I think you know, like so. Yeah, uh, this is just a- like the production sampling or so. But like whenever I've talked to other people about it i'm like i i don't see that relation but yeah like, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't put them in the same category personally but yeah what uh what about the rest of you guys uh caleb so yeah this is it's just, definitely uh it, it is it's a bit of an l from the last song because you know we have everything's all right to nothing <laughs> nothing is all right which is fucking true very very sad um I was like one of the like when I was first listening to it like you know he's going so fucking fast I'm like trying to like follow and I'm catching what the gist is but then I go through and I'm like reading the lyrics as it's going I can't read that fast um <laughs> like so holy shit man like he's smart education baby uh, the um, he's cats. Smart. He's smart. <laughs> the um um like the you know like the the weight of the words that he's saying and like you know every all the meaning behind it is like a really big huge meaningful thing but also just like it's just he's just barraging you with it and like it kind of fits with the message i think of just like you know you're getting pummeled by this information that he's just spitting so quickly and eloquently and you know it's it's a really good fucking song it's it's really fucking heavy um yeah i got nothing bad to say about it i just i'm just fully impressed and you know it's it's just like anything that reminds you of that kind of stuff it's it's sad but it's also like you know it's inspiring to see people be like hey i'm gonna fucking say something about this and call this shit out and you know use my talent to to put this message out there make sure you don't forget yeah agreed nick how about you this song makes me feel the way punk was always kind of supposed to make me feel angry fuck yeah this song (laughs) this song goes so goddamn hard It, it, it was like it was even it even felt like it was structured like a metal song there was a fucking breakdown in the middle of this song like that, that's what it felt like to me. It felt fucking angry and it had such high energy to it, but it felt like a heavy metal song, but it wasn't. It had this just outrageous, like straight on the nose. Like he's no, there's no beating around the bush. He's just saying like what he is saying. It's so like crisp and clear. And it's just fucking, I don't know. This song was, it was awesome. This is really cool. If you, if you were to send me a song like this to suggest an artist, this is the song that you should fucking send. <laughs> I'm going to look into clipping. Yeah. Um, Jameson, how about you, my man? So this song's really hard for me because as I'm not the biggest fan of rap or hip hop, you know, 
and I totally agree with the message, but it's just not something that I would personally enjoy listening to. And so it's like, I, I feel the, like the power and emotion that comes from this song and I can connect with that. But I just like, if I'm going to listen to rap, I want somebody who has like a ton of flow. And I don't like this modern type of hip hop that's really like chunked up as I don't know if that's the right way to explain it, but that's how it sounds to me. I just don't really connect with it as much. So song is like, it's, it's fine. And I totally support the message and I like the emotion behind it, but I, I don't know that I'll search out more clippings for myself. <laughs> Last fair. clipping of for Jamo. Yeah, I, th- I do think that, like just as a last thought on for myself, I think that that is one thing that I've noticed about clipping in general is that um, like their vocal production that they that they use, like his vocal production is usually like really clean and prominent, and mm-hmm. I think that sometimes, uh, in other like in other tracks I've heard, like sometimes that can be like the main focus. And um, so I think that is kind of like maybe like a difference I'd know than like like Jameson was kind of talking about. Sometimes sometimes there is a distinct difference between like the, the layer of like, you know, odd like vocal audio and like music audio, I feel like. And sometimes it's, you know, flowy is, yeah, not necessarily what I call clipping, but I don't know. I, I still, I just, I maintain that. I think they're an interesting project just for like, you know what they are either way the the next the track on this list dude this next track was right up my fucking alley i love this song man uh so it's uh the artist is what covet yep okay yeah, covet. <clears throat> and then this the track is what shibuya shibuya, shibuya? yeah shibuya shibuya um and yeah dude this song like it reminded me of some stuff nick would fucking show me or something at this point like it it, uh it's like got some wild technical aspects to it that i've really dug but where'd you pull this from man like where how'd you dig this out of you i I actually can't remember because this this it's funny that you say that because this band and like this woman so this woman or the the main woman of this band yvette young uh is just phenomenal guitarist like you should follow her instagram look at her on youtube and watch like her her play because it's like fucking phenomenal like she essentially tunes each string differently and will actually place them in different order so she can do like these sweeps and like punches and hammer downs just the way that she needs to to like make these songs like arrange these songs the way she does it's crazy and i can't remember if like nick did you show me this band or did we just like find them on youtube because i remember we were when we were living together we found them and i can't remember so i I think i had been watching like guitar nerd music videos on youtube and this was an autoplay that played like after what whatever we were watching stopped and And it it was i think it was the music video where they're like wearing the green morph suits yeah edit them out and it was that Mm -hmm. video i think it was for this song for uh what is this shibuya yeah um I think that's how we found him. And I got super, super covet because that was like a style of guitar playing I'd never even like encountered before. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the, like what she does with, the, she will just like choose a random tuning like on a whim and then just 
like invent melodic sounds like through tapping through different like finger pick styles through just like all kinds of really cool stuff it's i dare say avant-garde <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> yeah but yeah just beautifully composed it flows the whole way it feels like it feels like what classical music probably sounded like to people during that time it was being like arranged you know like you're just like oh my god like mozart you're a fucking genius and now i'm just kind of like god like shut the fuck up dude like <laughs> just destroy that harpsichord and just go back to doing whatever you were doing but no i mean this is this is such like a beautiful song and you feel it like like a lot of emotion a lot of different emotion throughout the whole song and i love just everything about this arrangement yeah yeah man this uh that was a really uh, kind of great comparison like you know like sort of like that idea of you know this is like kind of what classical music maybe was like how it was hitting people because you know when it was being made because this like it takes you places man this song like you're right like it goes it like it's a fucking ride like there's all these different like sections that are just beautiful but somehow they just flow in and out of them so seamlessly it's fucking baffling to me but it's like i don't know it's like it's so it's so welcome you know it's it's, it's just such a like a i don't know i i was this this definitely like i i'm still bouncing around the idea but this is definitely like top like a top contender for me this track fucking rock um yeah so I, I take it nick you like this track i do um i'm actually a big fan of covet and yvette um like i was so curious about her, her just the way she plays i was so curious about it i'd never encountered it before when whenever it was that i found her when i so when i first bought a guitar again after a long time of not playing guitar um i tried to just learn one of her songs and she posts exactly how to play her songs like on YouTube if you want to learn one of her guitar solos she will just show you how to do it and I was like okay that's a free guitar lesson cool so I went onto her YouTube and she just broke down the guitar solo for Nero which is I think one of her newer songs um that was some of the most difficult fucking stuff I had ever attempted to do it was outrageously just complex and just bizarre with like the most the awkward handshapes I, I've ever tried. It was, I don't know how she does that or why that apparently is intuitive for her. It's, it's crazy. She's so good. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Jameson, how about you, man? How, how'd you feel about it? So I was kind of blown away by this because I saw it that it features San Hollow, who is a DJ that I'm a huge fan of, actually. I, I've, listened to him for several years and i still don't quite know uh like how he was involved in this song i i have seen that he plays guitar as well so i don't i don't know but i was expecting something totally different i was expecting something in the edm realm when i saw that mm. and i was just fucking blown away by this this is definitely one of my favorites on the playlist it went right on to my daily ad list it's fucking awesome so i i just really liked uh i'm really everything about it so not really anything else i can say about this but it's fucking awesome hell yeah caleb how about yeah, you so pretty much you know just echoing everything everyone's been saying um yeah I'll dig she it. um i i found 
like her i think they were on tour with periphery for a while um and that's like when i checked them out and i was like oh my god holy shit like it's kind of like i guess that um jazz prog math rock mm-hmm. it's kind of you know hard to define so why bother um but i got i got like obsessed with um the guitar a brand that she uses uh, strandberg and you i always like see her you know doing demos for them on their instagram and stuff and i mean she's just so stupid good and i think uh san holo or whatever san holo i, I feel like i solo. thought it was supposed to be san holo like han solo yeah that's, see, that's, that's what, what i thought it yeah. yeah, I'm wearing a, a vest right now. I feel the need to point that out. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but um, I, I think he does play guitar because I've seen like, you know, his YouTube stuff pop up on guitar things. So he's involved somehow. But um, I mean, yeah, like stuff like this, um, it gives me what a lot of people get from like a band like Polyphia without the aspects of Polyphia that I'm not that into. Um, no one knows what you're talking about, nerd. <laughs> Nick knows I know what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> Polyphia's cool. Check them out too. I like yeah, I mean, yeah. just so stupid good, and and like she makes me want to like just quit playing guitar, but also <laughs> play it a lot more at the same time. Um, and like her and like uh, Sarah Longfield is another person that like there's a lot of people that are doing this kind of thing, but you know she definitely stands out. Yeah, that's amazing. It's great shit. Definitely a top contender as well. Hell yeah. So did you say that they like went on a tour with Periphery potentially? They, they did. It, Periphery's a lot a, heavier than I than I imagine. Yeah. Um, do they get heavier a, than this at all? Does she do like heavier like styled songs or anything? No, or is it, not, not really. really. No. But mm-hmm. Periphery has like a lot of fucking nerds for fans. So me and oh, yeah. people like Nick. Yeah. You know. I mean, it'd be a cool. That'd be a cool show, actually. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That, that'd be a cool double whammy but i think well veil of maya was also on that tour ah oh, man i wanted to go to that so <laughs> i know i was i was really disappointed that i didn't get to see that show with covet veil of maya and periphery oh my god i'm a fucking Fuck my loser. balls <laughs> uh all right uh luke the next track was was another cool like i was another it was another name i was stoked to see dumbfounded dude Dumbfounded. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, th- yeah, this this cat was like. Anyway, where'd you pull this track from, man? Because this this was this was fucking awesome, Harambe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I've just listened to Dumbfounded for a pretty long time. Uh, the dude is um, Korean, like grew up in K Town, and so just always like you know gotta support your Asian brothers, but. <laughs> But really, really just like another guy that would highly recommend just like kind of going through the discography, finding like really catchy hooks and it's very digestible hip hop, um, really relatable to like, like our age group. Um, But like the song is like, again, one of those things that just kind of goes like a little hard. Like this is the thing that you would like play before you go downtown after you pre-gamed a little bit. And... (laughs) It's just like again one of those messages like like obviously the song was released after Karambe was shot. Rest in peace, <laughs> gentle soldier. And it's just like the same kind of thing, kind of similar to to clipping where you know it's like they're trying to take me at like that chorus line, like they're trying to take me out like Harambe. And it's like no matter kind of where you're at, 
you have just all these like problems with like police just essentially just like shoot first ask questions later and it's like they're even shooting gorillas now before like yeah like they could like trank them and or whatever and it's like no and like he's he's gonna take the tranquilizer instead which is just him saying he wants ketamine but you know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Yeah. again it's just like one of those like good beats that you just like find your yourself like bobbing to the rhythm to and then it just hooks you yeah dude it does, man. I, I I really like this fucking track. I hadn't I hadn't caught this track because I haven't checked in on this cat for a while. Although, Old Heart Radio follows Dumbfounded on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's always posting really dope photos of like, uh, just like different restaurants he's going to, and like he's always posting really yummy looking food. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I want to remember some of these like places <laughs> to try and like go to eventually like it'd be fucking awesome anyway uh this yeah this track dude like that that you know like the harambe thing i think can come off as uh for jokes uh with you know with this track and and what's cool is that like you were just alluding to like this this it's this track sucks you in and then before you know it like you're having a kind of a serious conversation you know all under the guise of harambe of course uh which is fucking cool, man. I, I I love that aspect, and you know the beat goes hard on this song, man. It's so fucking dope. Um, so yeah, this is definitely like a pump up, like you were saying. Like, it makes right. you go fucking ape shit. You go ape for Harambe. <laughs> you, go, you go ape for Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> Caleb, how'd you feel about Harambe here? Not the um, not 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 the gentle soldier but oh we'll, we'll get to that too but um I, I this is a really cool song like yeah i, I like how he um because honestly like this song kind of changed my mind about like the gorilla incident a little bit um because it's like <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. on. hang oh. on what opinion did you have yeah, before yeah, that's what, were you yeah, like harambe yeah, deserved it <laughs> did he have it coming um, I know Olivia that Caleb hates monkeys, so oh <laughs> let me elaborate. It does. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I'm hate really... comes from fear, man. It does. Um, <laughs> let me elaborate. Um, you I should like... be afraid of gorillas. Yeah, you should be. They're fucking dangerous. Um, they don't belong in zoos either. That's not. That's fucked up. Don't put them in zoos. Let well, hate the zoo. Them. Don't hate the gorilla. Yeah. Okay, but let, let me let me. I'm just start I'll, using that term right. phrase in daily conversation. <laughs> okay, so um, I like the thing that you pointed out, Luke. Like, you know, he said, like, you know, why don't we just tranquilize him? Um, and I can think of, you know, tactical or, or you know, other reasons why that mm-hmm. might not have been a good idea. Um, but first, before we get into that, let me just say this is a really cool song. Um, changed my mind a little bit about the Harambe incident. Um, I think that's like such a, like, you know, turning point in um, the mid, like, you know, 20 aughts. Um, you know, 2016, Harambe dies, Trump gets elected. Like, it's kind of just <laughs> like... <laughs> you can't just... <laughs> Yes, I can. That was Uh-oh. a swing vote. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, just all the other gorillas were just like, nope, sorry. Trump mm. it is. Well, uh, I don't know about that, but um, uh, okay, so <laughs> it's a really cool song. It goes hard. Um, really, really well written. And okay, so my opinion about Harambe has always been this. Um, I'm on team fucking people. Um, and one, 
that uh you know the zoo probably should have had better things in place so that kids don't fall into gorilla um enclosures two that mother she really should have not let her kid fall into the tent <laughs> um no you and- really you know what should have happened man like the mother should have been forced to fight the gorilla for her yes. child, and if yes. it wins, it wins. You know, <laughs> I feel like that should be her punishment. You have to for scream. dropping her child yeah. into a it's gorilla. It's the mom's pit. fault. No, yeah. no matter I mean, that, what, Harambe died because of that mom. That yeah. poor kid. I'm like, not, I bet the kid feels a lot of guilt. As but, as the only parent here, I will say, if you drop your kid in a gorilla enclosure, you should go after that motherfucker. Just saying. Yeah. Hey, uh, so and that, that is why Jameson has a child and none of us. Yeah. So <laughs> he's willing to fight a like, fucking gorilla. Man. Oh, dude, I would just be like, oh, I can, I'll I make mean, another. That's ba- that basically one. the only reason that I don't have a child right over, now is because over. I don't want to face the possibility of having to fight a gorilla for it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's all that. Um, and... You know, it's fucking sad. Like, maybe they could have done something else. Maybe that wouldn't work. I don't know. Um, but something had to be done because that gorilla was dragging that poor boy all over the place. And he's lucky he didn't get his head cracked when he was getting dragged around by the leg. And if you ask me, um, yeah, it's fucking sad. But the life of a child versus the life of a, an animal of any kind, however majestic, that there's no fucking question. Shoot the gorilla. And then a bunch of kids get mad on the internet and it becomes a meme. So, oh, yeah, man. dicks out for Harambe, but Harambe had to die. Shit just oh. got fucking serious. <laughs> so wait, should have the I gavel Harambe if... for you. <laughs> <laughs> so what if a uh, what if the zookeeper just gave the rifle to that mom and was like, "You have to do it." Yes, I would have liked that better. Man, that would have just been like perfect. That's yeah. the moment. Like yeah. you have to choose. no no part of that situation was good it was a bad scene but i mean sad you know rest in peace harambe but he was not a gentle soldier he was a powerful beast and you know if if it was my kid i'd i'd blow harambe away you know just like they did wow boom shots fired well Literally, Harambe fans are not going to be happy with this podcast. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us defended it. Okay. okay. Uh, who haven't we covered though about the song? Jameson, have you given us your thoughts? Yeah, we and haven't Nick? covered anyone. Caleb, oh, Caleb, yeah. like <laughs> Caleb dropped that bomb off us. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> regarding the song, I enjoyed this. I. I this is more so on the lines of hip hop and rap that I enjoy. Like mm. he has a really good flow. It's a driving beat. And on top of it, I was cracking up, you know, that this is sure. There's a, a context behind it that he's really speaking of, but the fact that it's more so uh, more forward about Harambe is hilarious. So uh, I might dive a little bit more into dumbfound. Dumbfounded. You should, dude. Like, I really think he's kind of like an un an underloved artist. Like, I'm always so surprised that he hasn't popped off more than he has. Like, mm-hmm. but um, Nick, how about you, man? Did you actually did you dig dig this track? Would really you look in more into it? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be listening to more. Um, it's the, the like the beat was super cool on this. Like, the kick was unpredictable. The hats were just like, yeah, real fast. I liked it. Um. And the, the, whatever synth patch the like the lead was was using was just really cool. Like it had all kind of like shrieky harmonics in it. And, like 
I don't know. It was really good production on the beat. I liked that part. The lyrics were really hilarious. Like, I, if I remember correctly, like, the whole reason... Like, no one actually defends Harambe, like, that seriously. The entire point of Harambe was that, like, the news, instead of covering, you know, people being murdered by police on a day-to-day basis, the news would be covering things like, oh, David Bowie died for, like, three straight days instead of, you know... Yeah people being murdered in the streets and so they kind of flipped that on its head harambe was a parody of that and so when harambe died because he was it was in the news like of like a small local station and then the internet blew it up we're like oh no this gorilla was killed and so they made this whole giant memoriam for it in, in kind of parody of the way media treats like celebrities dying rather than like addressing real problems fair enough and so it's kind of yeah harambe. That's, that's where the meme came from that's what I read on the internet, anyways. It is probably not necessarily true. The internet, the internet's a problematic cool. place. That's why we put old heart radio on there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone where I live, please. You know what's gonna happen to we us? We won't, but the internet might. Devin Townsend is going to call Spotify and be like, hey, I'm going to take my music off of Spotify if you guys don't get rid of old heart radio. <laughs> Listen, I'm damn, quitting dude. the day that happens. He's going to leverage against us? <laughs> that's what that's what Neil Young's doing. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> Joni Mitchell, too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Their stock yeah. Foo Fighters might be next. Oh, shit. I heard oh, that, man. man. I'm, yeah, I'm highly intrigued by that. You know, it's oh, like... They- all they need is Taylor Swift, man. If they get her, it's over. <laughs> it I'm is, just going to get a big come, name, man. Fuck. I'm going to come clean because I've said on this podcast before that I was a Joe Rogan fan. And I listened to Joe Rogan for about probably close to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking done with that guy. I'm cancel that shit, too. Yo, dude, I'm kind of with you. Like, it's. You know, I, I, we don't need to dwell on it if we don't want, but like the Rogan thing is like he's progressively gotten more. His conversations have gotten less op- like open and like broad perspective wise. I because I, I, I always say. and um, yeah, even when I disagreed with his uh, with his um, people that he brought on there. Like, I enjoyed that he was bringing another perspective that no one else heard, but now he's just bringing fuckers that he agrees with, and it's a bunch of bullshit. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. So no, I, I feel you, man. Like, it's a... It's one of those things, like, it, it's weird. I, either way, I hope I hope nobody comes after us, man. We're not that controversial. We're just, uh, you know... Slouch and Devin Townsend are going to threaten to leave. <laughs> Yeah, say, basically those are probably the two that would be like the most angry at us at this point. If why and we do know that they're listening. You why know, we clutch me, These guys are clutch haters, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 I oh, all right. I'm on board okay. with the clutch, but but it's the other three. Well, minus Nick. Me and me and Nick are it's the only way you can, you know, shift gears. <laughs> okay. I drive a automatic. Oh, yeah. I still have a clutch. Technically. Speaking of shut up, Caleb. Years, um, going from Harambe, we have kind of a, a hard change up here to a group that's been on been on the po- been featured on the podcast before. Glory Hammer. Oh, I would. I hope that this has been featured on here because. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, God. Masters if you of the are Galaxy for an adventure. Look no further. 
dude <laughs> this was a good track nick turned nick personally turned me on to them but like the way why'd you pick this song out of their lineup because this there's yeah there's all sorts and this one's fucking rocks dude oh this is this is straight up just a drinking song <laughs> like, i mean it's like if you're like if you're like oh man harambe no that's too sad i don't like monkeys then you're just like well what about you know like mystical hammers and goblins and space wizards that like want to destroy the world it's like hoots force let's go <laughs> let's go dude yeah this yeah. oh man it, it go it does man it just it's every track by them is an adventure yeah, I mean, when the it's just this band is so fucking ridiculous. It's great. <laughs> it's like that combination of just like fantasy and metal and like symphonic just arrangement. Hell and yeah! You just throw like Lord of the Rings in there on <laughs> like crack, and it's great. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, this song is beautiful, man. I think it's just also part like part of the reason I put it on is I mean just one just being a fantasy nerd in general and just having something that is fits like all the the like categories you want you want metal you want energy yeah. and you want fantasy and it's just like all clasp in the one glorious hammer <laughs> the one glory hammer oh my god dude it's true i imagine this was what would be playing on like if there was like a red and fair on a space station in like a galaxy over <laughs> well, that's that's it's literally was on our red fair playlist it's like <laughs> tales from tales from you know the other the other adventures throughout it's just so fucking great i blasted this one morning i just like assaulted my co-worker with with glory hammer one morning <laughs> and i started it off with this track and it was like they just didn't know what was happening it was like 6 30 in the morning and i'm like glory hammer <laughs> <laughs> jacked up on espresso like welcome to your day motherfucker <laughs> like, <laughs> it was yeah it was a good day uh yeah dude, I, I, needless to say i've absolutely enjoyed this track 100 percent um jameson how about you? you 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 get through you get through this one all right no i don't think i did oh no <laughs> this is the the third glory hammer song that, that has been featured on this show and i think i'm fucking done with this band i can't i put up with it and i was like yeah this is fucking cool and funny i don't find it cool or funny anymore i find it pretty fucking lame so i'm, I'm done with glory hammer oh no <laughs> <laughs> Lay down I, the hammer. I can appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, the it's like I'm over it. Caleb, how about you, man? Are you over the hammer? Uh, I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> oh no! So I I don't love power clutch. metal. I, I get it. It's like it's tongue in cheek. It's silly. It's it's ridiculous and goofy. It's just um, so it's, grandiose. It's it's really well done. Um, I'll give them that. But like. Reading through the lyrics, um, I think maybe I'm just a literature snob, but there's one line in there. He says, it's like, and now in the ancient times. And now in the ancient times? Yeah, Do he traveled back in time, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to the lore. 
okay sorry um but i was just like that doesn't make any fucking sense but then i read the rest of it i'm like none of this makes any fucking sense so what am i getting hung up for um it's it sounds like judas priest and um rhapsody of fire are are like just fucking each other on a stage um and i don't know if i want to watch that porn but yeah i don't know like in the right setting this would be fun but it's definitely not something I'm going to listen to on the regular. Mm. I would say eh, maybe not a gavel. It's somewhere between <laughs> it's a gavel. It's out there now. But it happened. Um, it's, <laughs> it's somewhere between a gavel and it's fine. Like, yeah, I don't hate <laughs> it as much as Jameson, but I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> and now for the power metal bootlicker. <laughs> bootlicker? Yeah. <Ew. laughs> That implies power metal has any sway in the metal community. We're gonna point the power finger right at you. Um, what do you got, Nick? Just How do you feel about in. this? Yeah. I, this song is kick-ass. When I, I saw it live, and you're absolutely right. It's a drinking song. Um, it, the people got so fucking hyped for this song. Like the uh, the El Corazon was like, I'm pretty sure about to crash into the earth, like substructure of whatever Seattle is has left under there. But this is a kick-ass show. Um, this song does make me a little sad. Uh, so <laughs> our <laughs> lore wise, please explain. <laughs> so Luke and I and a, a few other friends are in uh, a, a a Destiny clan called the Space Knights of Krail. Um, I might just were... melt from the nerd <laughs> that's going on right now. Do you guys still play? I miss that shit. I, I haven't played in months. I oh, literally yeah. logged on for the first time today and I do not remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, our, our clan was named after this band of warriors in Gloryhammer lore. Um, and what happened to them is sometime in an alternate dimension... Uh, the Space Knights were corrupted by evil. They became the Death Knights of Krail. And so this song is from the perspective of the Death Knights of Krail. They're the masters of the galaxy. They're the like nasty enforcers of an evil wizard god. Damn. Um, and so our clan, the Space Knights, became an outdated term. And we didn't want to turn to evil, so... It's weird to me that you're you're married to like a nice normal person. <laughs> she's, she's nice. I was like, <laughs> don't tell her I said that. Can you edit that out? <laughs> I'm scared of Shayna. I'm, I can take I'm not trying to. We'll... It's okay. She can't hear. She's at soccer right now. Oh, good. <laughs> it's called football. You heathen. I do sometimes wonder that, like. It's so funny how like, you know, like Nadine here will probably hear like just the one side of what I'm saying. It'll just it'll, it'll just be complete fucking gibberish probably, and then every now and then just bursts of laughter. I probably sound like a man, a, like a, a maniac in here sometimes. It's it's amazing that anyone wants to be with with all of us. You know, it's true. That is very true. This all of a sudden became you know one of those podcasts. We're all lucky. But we're also really lucky because the next track was so 
awesome. Goldfinger. Oh. We got <laughs> dude, the city. I, uh, you know, you know, I have like one of those like up and down relationships with ska and ska bands just in general. But Goldfinger, I'm never gonna turn off a Goldfinger song. I got this place in my heart that Goldfinger just lives for some fucking reason. I'm mostly because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but like, yeah. you know, it grew as you discover them more. And this this song was just fucking cool on here, dude. I love. I thought it was such a again kind of like a a, a change up from that Glory Hammer. But yeah, so where where'd you pull this from, Luke? Where, how you know how, how'd you dig out the Goldfinger here? Well, why? Like you, you said, out? Tony Hawk Goldfinger automatically one hundred. Yes. <laughs> but always, I mean, like I fucking skank. I'm a skanker. <laughs> skanker. <laughs> and dude, Goldfinger has just always been like one of those bands that I just always listen to. They put out like. An album. I think the last album they put out was like the knife in like 2017 or something like that. And it was kind of this like Mexican Tijuana theme. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. And then they came out with this album, yeah. never looked back. And I was just like, oh shit, they're actually putting out more music. Like, what is this? Is this like the fucking 90s? Like Goldfinger sells still? Like, holy shit. Okay, bring me they back economies. Economies got baby. It's, it's still going. <laughs> And, but like I love this song especially um, I think just like the lyrics are really cute uh, it, it actually reminds me of like my fiance a lot and because it's like one of those things that like if you are going to date me you have to realize you're going to listen to ska <laughs> so, then there's like this is like one of the songs that like she could deal with so it's like perfect <laughs> But yeah, Goldfinger is just awesome. I've always loved ska music, just like brass in general too. And I mean, yeah. Yeah, dude, Classic. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, Nick, how'd you feel? Did this warm your cockles? It did. I, I am a scopologist. <laughs> um, scopologist. <laughs> um, uh, I'm kidding. That's a joke because Scott has nothing to apologize for. <laughs> it is uh, what it is. <laughs> I wish uh, people could just see uh, the face of McGrady right now. It literally dude, looks he, like he is just like about to like throw up. Yeah. <laughs> like literally looks disgusted. <laughs> I have it I have it pinned on Zoom. I live for it. <laughs> uh no, it's it's a good song. I didn't actually know this is one of their newer songs. It felt a lot more like kind of their older style. Um it's they st they haven't lost like an ounce of the energy they had in the like the nineties. They're still exactly like that. I, I watched their um their little live show that they did for COVID, like when mm -hmm. the pandemic first started, and they were just still fucking rocking as hard as they ever did. And they like to look slightly older. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fucking dope, dude. I think it's awesome when there's that long. We've talked about it when there's that longevity. Uh, yeah, so you. Over, overall though Nick would you like want to listen to the rest of this album because of this track yeah I mean I've, I've probably listened to quite a bit of it I, I generally enough. just go to Goldfinger on you know on my streaming service of choice Spotify because <laughs> we're on Spotify I don't know why I censored that <laughs> we're also on iTunes if you want to get it there you fucking people either way 
Okay. Uh, we're working for yeah. that Spotify fucking money. So yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going for that sponsorship. Cut us the next $150 million check. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, when Joe Rogan's out, you got to fill that void somehow. That's exactly. Right us. <laughs> One night stands cheap liquor and old heart radio. <laughs> Take your pick. Take your pick. Oh, God. Uh, all right, Jameson. Could you find yourself skanking to this? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I <laughs> first, I would like to say, Jared, that should be our next T-shirt. If you make a T-shirt ever, One Night Stands, Cheap Liquor, and Old Heart Radio, that <laughs> should right. be on a fucking T-shirt. Like, it's in anyway, record now. <laughs> um, this song, like, I don't fucking get it, Caleb. I know you hate ska, but it's just so lighthearted and fun. Like, I think you might need some fucking Prozac or something, my friend, because <laughs> probably right. like, it's just, it, I don't know how it would make you upset because it's so lighthearted. Like, it's just fun to listen to. And while it maybe isn't in my everyday rotation, it's fun to listen to. I'm with you, man. Um, all right, Caleb. I mean, what, what do you, you got? say? What are you going to say about Goldfinger? I mean, we all we all know that they're awesome. Okay, I'm glad that you guys enjoy them and that they've had success and they're continuing to make music because I support that. That's great. Yeah, make that money. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I I don't like ska. Um, it makes me unhappy. It feels pandering. Um, uh, it it makes me upset. Like I mean, like. I want to I want to pull the poncho a little bit because of what Luke said about how like you know it reminds him of his of his lady and like that's cute and that's sweet but this is like the most like generic basic ass bitch lyrics from like you know like let's get out of here let's run away from this place and and we'll go dance and forget our problems in the city and it's like every fuckhead who moved away from Wenatchee and went to live in Seattle for nine months and then ran out of money because they were looking for greener pastures and they realized like oh no life sucks fucking everywhere I don't know that's a bit of a rant whatever it doesn't matter um, <laughs> but I just want to say I lasted four months when I tried that well it's okay I drove you back uh, I live in Olympia now so I didn't even that go says to something himself <laughs> it's okay you know, I, mean, I didn't go to Seattle man. fill in the blank you know it's <laughs> It reminds me of like um like Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Oh my god! No, 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 no. You cannot compare a <laughs> fucking squeaky ass violin. Just, okay. Just imagine, you know what? imagine like who's gonna get laid more? The sax player from fucking Goldfinger or the violinist from Ocean from Yellow Card. Probably the sax player. Yeah, but, right? Because okay. he's sexy. The, 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 okay, that's cool. You guys go stank it up, and I'm gonna. I'll I'll wait in the car and drive y'all home. Um, but good because we'll be tired from skanking. <laughs> maybe maybe I do need fucking Prozac. But you know what? Like to to. I remember Jared wrote a song called Gutter Lover, and I asked him what why did he call it that. And I think you were very drunk. Um, maybe you don't remember this. I, but it happened a lot back then. You told me that the reason you called it that was because some people um, enjoy being like in the in the gutter and down in the in the mire and the 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 bad or sad feels. And I mean, when I smile, my my face does a frown. It's just built into me. 
Um, this shit's too happy, and it makes me angry. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If, you can be no, grumpy about ska all you want. And if 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 you don't mind, I would love a gavel. Thank you. And then. I gotta get some better sound clips on this motherfucker. Uh, moving all right along, even though I almost don't want to. I feel like we could we could just live in this track, um, but we got the a track called the baddest. Uh, what's the artist here? K. Okay, so the 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 artist is KDA. Okay. And so KDA is uh, essentially what stands for, you know, kill death assist. It's like a video game term, right? Mm -hmm. And essentially this band is four characters and they're from League of Legends, apparently. I don't play League of Legends, but uh, each one is actually voiced by different K-pop artists. And so it started as like just kind of like... I think they had just two songs or three songs essentially and they were animated for music videos and they're like oh what if like these characters had like a k-pop group essentially and they made a k-pop band and it's like i think they actually have an album now that's like that's eight wild. or nine songs um but yeah it's just like one of those homages to just k-pop in general and you know video game nerds and stuff and like Again, yeah, dude. One of those, one of those things you just gotta get like a little sexy feeling, you know. Dude, this uh, this track definitely has some moments, man. Like, um, that's funny that you mentioned League of Legends because I remember when I was playing this one morning, um, the coworker that was forced to listen to it was like, was like, "Yo, that's from League of Legends," and I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about," but it's like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a lot of times, like I work with people that are like easily like 10 plus years younger than me. And like, so they're always like t- doing shit and talking about shit that I have no idea about. League of Legends is one of those things that I've definitely heard about. I'm mm-hmm. not like, I'm not like, I don't live under a rock. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't know. Like it's like, a, yeah, so it's a game. And uh, anyway, I, I, I think it's kind of neat what you just described that like whole idea of like building this like virtual group in the game, but it also like is tangibly producing like quality fucking music because it like the music in this is fucking banging honestly like it's pretty cool uh i just i did i didn't realize though that it was like fully like part is do you think it's like part of the game like the group is, is that what you're saying um i don't think like the music or the group itself is part of the game i think they just use the characters okay. for like their likeness kind of kind gotcha. of deal and like they each play to their personalities like there's one song called uh super villains and it's like whoever like the the evil character in the game is is like essentially the front runner of the song okay that's so, fucking cool actually. and it's kind of like based like the lyrics and the stuff are based around like them in that sense but fair enough yeah i don't know i think it's kind of interesting jameson how'd you feel about this track i don't know the main thing that i got from it is it reminded me of a song that would be on one of amy's like what i would call chick shows that she watches where it's trying to be like trendy and like the first thing that came to mind was this show called uh working moms on netflix (laughs) and 
So for that fact, I just it didn't do it for me. I'll give this song a pass. Just no thank you. So it's the wife pleaser. Yes. I, I think Amy would like hear this on one of her shows shazam it and add it to our daily list and then i would be subjected <laughs> to listening to it for the next six months until she got tired of it and removed it so it gave me a little bit of ptsd and i don't like it <laughs> caleb how about you man um i think that was an astute um observation by jameson um i don't hate it it's it's fine um, the beat's really good, um, and it's catchy at times, but it's definitely not the the flavor. I don't know. It's like you know, like those uh, those mango flavored candies where they put like the spicy chili um, powder. Yeah, powder on it. It's like I yeah. want to like it, but I just don't. <laughs> like, like if if they just took the chili powder off and it was just mango, that'd be good. And that's kind of how I feel about this song. It's like. <laughs> There's parts of it I just could do without, and there's other parts where like, yeah, that's really good. So it's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It just needs more mango. Uh, need more mango. Yeah. More All mango. Right. Uh, Nick, do you think this song needs more mango? No, I think it has the adequate amount of mango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a cool song. I mean, I, I haven't listened to K-pop regularly since I moved away from Bellingham because it was usually Luke putting it on. And yeah. it's always been good I, I have i have my my gripes with the k-pop industry like the music is all designed by committee but it's also really good <laughs> so it's a fucking formula it is and it works oh, it's it a good formula <laughs> it's a good, but, damn good formula <laughs> yeah but the Terrible. producers that they use to like make the beats they're also super talented at making those like the, there's this one really nasty grimy one during like one of the first raps of this song yeah like the the beat during that part is just fucking filthy it's so cool um, I don't give a shit about League of Legends, so that almost detracted from this song. <laughs> Otherwise, cool. it's called No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen I've seen League Addiction destroy people's like military careers. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? Oh my God, their it's military thing. careers. Oh yeah. yeah. A guy, a guy in one of my classes while I was at DLI got chaptered out because he, his league, his his, his law addiction uh, had him up till four in the morning, morning playing when he would have to be up like an hour and a half later to go to PT and then go to class and do military shit. Um, so yeah, Dude. he just wasn't sleeping. The fuck <laughs> is up with He was this going game? to military school to be better in League of Legends. Ooh, now no, that's a I, question to I, ask I, this kid. I, I think he was a long way from home and didn't have any new friends yet and had legends. And, uh, <laughs> I think a he whole went down that rabbit hole. Dang, man. Yep. Dude, that sounds like a fucking... I didn't realize it's one of those kind of games. Like, well, like one of those, like, you, you, you can really dig yourself a pit. Oh, yeah. Some people have heroin. Some people have lol. Lol. Uh, oh. <laughs> lol. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll the dice on this one. Uh, the die we got the dice game here by the Warriors. Who has glass bottles? Clink, clink, clink. yeah, dude. Warriors, Warriors. dude. I yeah, <clears throat> like I haven't listened to the Warriors in a hot second, and 
like I honestly like I kind of I was it, I just it wasn't into the the energy. It kind of picked me right back in, up to like where I felt felt like I left them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was cool. But what is this like? What album is this off of, Luke? Where'd you pick this album up? Album. Uh, what album is this? It's Beyond the Noise. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. This. Uh. I mean, I've always want loved this band. It's just, you know, one of the first like hardcore kind of bands that I really got into, like back at the estate and in high school. And yeah. this song actually reminds me of Jameson a lot because I feel like this is one of the bands that we uh, like really like bonded over, like mm-hmm. them and Stick to Your Guns when they first came out and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's always part of like my workout playlist from you know six years ago when I used to work out and <laughs> I just like always could get down on like just just that opening riff, just that and then just fills in and just oh. It's fucking hard. It's great. It's breakdown. It's gritty. It's tough. Like, what more could you really want from a hardcore song, dude? Truly, like, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love. I like they used you said gritty. Like, that's something I I do like to apply to the Warriors. They kind of has to like main. They've always had that sound uh, edge to them. Some some I think some hardcore bands kind of like get more polished a little bit and it's, it's i don't know it comes off as cheesy that's where you get start getting a little cheesy um nick how about you man how'd you how'd you feel about this track i gotta say this is like just by brute force attack alone this this experience on this podcast has been just getting me into hardcore music i've never i've not traditionally liked it now, this song is this song is fucking cool um it, it like the like the punk element of like where hardcore came from, like that is crystal clear in this song, and it just it, it really just kind of clicks for me. I like it. Um, this song also reminded me that I need to get a solar panel for my car uh, because this is some like driving la- around in the wasteland. And oh. I was like, oh, oh yeah, my car needs a solar panel. Shit. Okay. <laughs> it's not gonna give you enough power to power much in that car. No, it'll power the the power bank. And then that'll, Which will that'll, then that'll provide fi- no that yeah that will provide five hundred mil like five hundred watt hours of power which could you know power a little mini fridge or you know overnight until the next solar charge. Boom! Perfect. Until you turn your alternator back on. Uh, <laughs> solar panels <laughs> aside, solar panels. <laughs> uh, so Jameson, Luke mentioned that you guys used to uh, link up about the Warriors back in the day. Does it still? Yeah. Does, does this still uh, have the Dude, feels the, for you? The Warriors just always hit. Like they're just like they're kind of the bridge between hardcore and like their punk roots. You know, like in my mind, and yeah, that's probably changed now. But like I saw Barrier Dead and the Acacia Strain on one <laughs> end of the spectrum that was more hardcore, and the Warriors were kind of in the middle. Yeah. And, they just had that raw punk feel and i've seen them live like four or five times and they're fucking they're still rad i like them a lot and this was my favorite song off that album so it was great to see the warriors get some play on one of these playlists so glad to see it hell yeah caleb how about you 
Did you come play um, with the Warriors? Um, I don't think so. Um, the Warriors... Uh, no, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, this is, like, a the kind of show, like, I'd be scared to go to because I'm going to get my nose broken by, like, You'd, get, you'd be Martin. scared oh. to go to this show? <laughs> Can yeah. I... Uh, I have to interject here real quick. Sorry. But um, me, Rex, and Eric Schreiner got... Uh, Wade Hawkins to drive us to one of these concerts and Wade did not listen to hardcore music but he drove us there because no one else would drive he got four bloody noses at this concert just catching elbows and fucking feet from people stage diving <laughs> he didn't and it was fucking care about the that. warriors all shall perish in the acacia strain oh, at shit. the oh, sun your buns tour which I got my favorite fucking concert t-shirt of all time it was epic it had a pair of sunglasses on it with rainbow metallic it was like the best it was fucking awesome so yeah. sorry to oh, no. cut you off Caleb, but you, no you you just furthered my point um i'm not i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like talk shit about the warriors to fans of the warriors because i'll probably get punched um but they just kind of remind me of like the hardcore version of Rage, Rage Against the Machine, and like it's the guy's voice. Less communist, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, fucking commies. You know, you guys know how I feel about commies. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, yeah, like it's just. I guess it's his voice, like because he kind of has that higher register that he mm. sings, shouts in. That, yeah. Um, and it's not like a, a huge no for me, but it's like. Eh. I don't know, like, it's it's kind of grating, um, and the guitar riffs kind of remind me of like, like it sounds like Hoobastank, like their heavier songs. <laughs> what? What? I am, uh, I'm a you just did, sir. Yeah, you just did Hoobastank a big favor, man. Uh, I mean, it's like we talked entirely too much about Hoobastank on this podcast. They owe us money at this point. <laughs> I don't know. It's. It's it's kind of meh for me. Like, yeah, uh, my eyes warm questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> not bad, not good. Oh god, dude! I can't believe we had to. We had Hoobah's thing was brought up again on one of these fucking podcasts. Uh, got a palate cleanser. So the next track, volumes, pistol uh, has well, the song's called Pistol Play. The artist is Volumes. Excuse me. Uh, again, another fucking like yeah. I'll call it a hardy song. It's been oh, for sure. Uh, volumes, one of my favorite metalcore bands. Uh, got me through a little lot of tough times, like a lot through college. Um, I was working like full time and I was doing this program through urban planning and doing like a project for the city, so it was like a lot of hours in a planning studio doing like cat shit and like research and stuff like that yeah. and um it was like a bunch of people i didn't know at the time and i would like be there from like two in the afternoon to like 11 at night and i would just like grind it out and volumes got me through like all of it and it was always so funny because everyone at western essentially is like into like indie music for the most part and folk music and stuff like that and which is fine that's cool but like when they come into the playing studio it's fucking metalcore studio so like <laughs> deal with it but 
um, yeah, I just, again, one of those bands that I really appreciate, like, this album, they had two singers, where it was just, like, all screamo, but they've progressed so much into, like, screamo and then clean vocals. Uh, definitely you should listen to Infinite, really good album. And, yeah, I just have always really felt like this really good connection to them and high energy, again, a workout playlist like ad mustang yeah yeah dude that's cool man that's that's a cool i love when you can get like i don't know man it's so it's so awesome to be able to like kind of attach i don't know like a, a style of music or like a particular band or something that just like really like you know like you're just saying you kind of like got you through a fucking moment you know and uh that's that's cool this this definitely like i haven't listened to a ton of metalcore these days but like this was one of the tracks on the playlist i shockingly just like kept coming back to i actually really dug it so you know kind of i think i'm gonna I'm about to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole <laughs> i feel like so thank you for that um i guess i'll turn up the volume on volumes you know i like hello oh me oh um... tell me about it tell me about it so did you I... enjoy it did you not enjoy I... it I've heard of this band, but I've never listened to them. And um, I really like the instrumental portions of it. I think like it's this is like right up my alley. Um, it, it's really well done. Um, the the like lyrics are fucking cranky, um, and <laughs> like the first half of the song gives me like serious like um, toxic incel vibes, like school shooter type shit. Um, but <laughs> that aside um it's a really good song because it progresses like you know lyrically um into like you know he's he's going through different emotions and you know just everything that goes with all of those feelings that he's having that he's expressing and i i yeah you know, like i said i never listened to him before but i thought this was really good nothing bad to say fair enough uh nick how about you man did you do you like volumes did you like this track at least I do like volumes. Actually, Luke turned me on to these guys a couple of years back, um, and I, I, I listen to them. I mean, not every day. They're not one of my like main go-to bands, but I enjoy listening to them. The problem with volumes for me is that I get them confused with like seven other bands that sound kind of similar, like mo like monuments or architects, structures. Animals. I literally cannot keep these bands separate in my own head. <laughs> and unfortunately, Volumes falls into that category. Like they have, some of them have even wildly different styles of music, but just the band names are so similar to each other that I, I couldn't tell you if it was a Volume song or an architect song or a structure song. Eh, it's a it's a personal mm. problem it's a first uh, this song's really cool <laughs> uh, it was mixed super well the, the i didn't actually listen to any of the lyrics but the screen the, the actual tone of his screams was super cool so i kind of just enjoyed the sound of it. Um, oh man the, I, the only I, lyric you need to know is just like after that first chorus end of the verse and he says the memories and all the shit that you did to me Oh, that's all, that's all you need to know. That that says it right there. And you're just like, this is good. Right, take me there. Take me there. Take Tell me how you feel. I did want to point out that it was very reminiscent of the of the Doom soundtrack to the point where there was even a hyper like like a detuned synthesizer playing in the background over the guitars. I it was honestly such a cool sounding synth. I wish they would have brought it to the front of the mix a little more. But 
it was just a little rip and tear. Hey, nothing wrong. A little with that. too on the nose. A little BFG division for me. That cool. I'm still going to listen to it. It's cool. Everyone owes Mick Gordon a debt of gratitude. That is very true. Yes, we do. And Jameson, how, how about you, man? Uh, have, have you heard volumes before? Or is this uh, Was this a new? No, and that's my problem with it. As I've mentioned before, like metalcore, hardcore was like my metal of choice back in the day. And I just can't connect with anything that I hadn't already heard of. So mm. for me, I was just like, I didn't really like the one of the two artists. His scream was like really forced for me. And I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I didn't like it. Um, is it is and I it? know that's hypocritical coming from like my background, but it's just like, yeah. I I I couldn't make any sort of connection with it. I didn't like this song that much. Fair enough, man. Well, I, I mean, I feel that with with like certain music, all uh, you know, it's just like if it's not if it's not the nostalgia, then what is it? You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I can understand that. Uh, the okay, the next track, the next track is one I was like excited. I'm excited to talk about. So I've never heard this song before. This playlist, Atomic Karate. Oh yeah. <laughs> but is it is it just twerp? Is that what it is? Or yeah. Is it, so okay. So it's twerp is is like the acronym is for Tupperware Remix Party. <laughs> and so like so it was, it was a toss up between this one or Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> and it's a tough it's, call. And yeah. So it was like, <laughs> but it's like you know like twerp is just like. Music-wise, just so much better, in my opinion. So essentially, this is like a band. They are not. I don't want to say a joke band, but okay, kind like kind in a way. They're essentially just like a rock band. Okay. And, um, they're four. Well, they kind of have alternated, but essentially, the members are like Doctor Song. Um, I think right now it's Harv Hogan, Lord Phobus, and Commander Meowch, I think is the other one. <laughs> and so they wear costumes, no one knows their identities, and it's like really cool synth pop rock kind of stuff. Hell and yeah. again, one of those bands that are just like high energy, really fun, like... Um, like Nick, did you go to this concert with us? I can't remember if you did. No, I, I I think I was in Colorado. You guys went without me. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like so much. They were just so much fun. Like literally, Doctor Sun comes out on a Segway, and he's just <laughs> like making like this like weird zigzag pattern through the crowd to get to the stage that was easily get to like you could just get to it from the side where the rest of the band comes but he's like oh yes yes oh, excuse me oh excuse me you gotta get to the stage and then he has a fucking pair of nunchucks that he's dancing with and singing oh my oh, god man, it's it's amazing dude that sounds like a fucking blast uh yeah i love I, I loved this this song dude for what it, i like it sounds like the it sounds like they have a lot of heat, like a big humor aspect to their band or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, like that, I don't know. I, I just this this song just grooved though, dude. Either way, like it, whether it was meant to be like comedy or just you know for grooving sake, like I fucking loved it. 
uh this that where that's that reminds me of this um project that me and jeremiah is, i don't know it's like a, it's an ongoing thing i guess but we we have this this thing we had this project called revenge revenge in it we basically were two intergalactic hip-hop space wizards who <laughs> tra- who traveled through space and time on a constant quest for knowledge and so so it led us to whatever adventures and we wrote a bunch of songs and we had started building out this universe and we took on a show once down at like me you know, just a local show and we built out these fucking costumes we went to goodwill and like got like you know like a bunch of like old speakers and like you know hodgepodge fucking hoses and we like painted it all and like you know glued it all into these like painter jumpsuits and like we had these like really shitty ski goggle masks that we like and so like we showed up to the fucking show in like in our in our street clothes and we were like you know like oh yeah yeah okay so this is like you know what's going on we all check in it would turn into like a shit show and nothing was organized but anyway when it was our turn to hop up on on stage we went out and we changed into our fucking costumes just showed up and completely pretended to be like revenge and revenge and and like like to the point where like we weren't really answering to like other things or anything you know so it was like you have to respect the name <laughs> and then like after the show we went out and changed back into our streets and like when people were like talking to us about the set or whatever we, i'd be like oh yeah man like i i saw them go out back looked like they just beamed right up and left i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you gotta stick to it man you gotta stick to it but fuck dude those kind of projects are always fucking fun to me and that i think maybe that just made me a little more interested in in this one man so i i loved this song uh how'd the rest of you guys feel uh nick how'd you feel about this song i, I liked it i i, I haven't heard actually familiar I haven't heard this album. Yeah, I I am familiar with these guys, and it's through Ninja Sex Party, um, which at one point in Ninja Sex Party's very bizarre little career, they just decided that Tupperware Remix Party was going to be their backing band. <laughs> and they were already like a band on their own. Um, like, I think probably even more successful than Ninja Sex Party. Uh, but <laughs> it's just, there's just this weird funky little like synthesizer group uh that i mean luke described what they are and what they look like they're they're, they're just hilarious they're so cool <laughs> but Hell i was yeah. super sad that i missed the show we were also gonna go again like i think just this spring yeah or, yeah it, like a couple weeks ago yeah oh it was just a couple weeks yeah it was just man. a couple weeks ago god damn it yeah we were supposed to go see him and the show got canceled because of omicron <laughs> so that was very uh, disappointing uh, Caleb, how'd you feel? Um, so it initially made me think of like, it sounded like kind of like, you know, high level silliness and a little reminiscent of, you know, because it's, 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 it's really well done. Like they're very talented, but it's totally ridiculous. Um, and they kind of reminded me a little bit of like, you know, Daft Punk a little bit, but also like, and this isn't shade if, if he's listening. Um, it reminded me, <laughs> Uh, or maybe think of like if Zach Rogers had a, a band or a project where, you know, he had a sense of humor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I'm not Zach. We love you, but yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to talk to talk shit to Zach. Zach's amazing. And he's a super talented musician. No, no question. But, um, you know, 
like if if he just like got super super silly put on a silly costume and just was like i'm gonna fucking do this like it made me think of something like that and i liked it but i don't know if i'm gonna listen to more of it okay so really quick you said this phrase high level silliness and i just recently watched this episode of seinfeld where like they like the fancy guy eats his snickers bar with a fucking fork and knife and i feel like that's something he would say like while eating a snickers with a fork and knife (laughs) knock off this high level silliness right (laughs) we're we're being ridiculous and we're we're not taking the whole vibe of it seriously but we're very serious about the music we're making because they're super super good like very talented but absolutely ridiculous Jameson, how about you, man? How did you feel about Atomic Karate? The whole time I was listening to it, I was like, what the fuck am I hearing right now? Like, <laughs> it's just so bizarre, but I agree that it's really well done and it's pretty cool. I want, I agree with Caleb. I don't know if I'll seek it out more, but I liked it. So, yeah, uh, it's just wild and interesting. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the, the the next the next track I imagine is not not so much a like a, a humor track. Uh, it's uh, what four songs in a fight by the sound. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, I like this. The I like this. Like, there's like a section in the middle of this track that I really enjoy. This tool break, but yeah. So, uh, have, how long have you been listening to the sounds? Where? Oh man. Um probably honestly since it came out yeah because uh, <clears throat> like that first album was living in america and i feel like that was like early 2000s yeah um, yeah it was definitely like a while ago because it was, it was like when when was it like in i think i mean i guess it was like high school like i first really listened to them but um fair enough. yeah this band is like again like a swedish band really cool kind of like indie rock and also i mean their lead singer my iverson is just like fucking gorgeous like i would just like do terrible things but um just really good music and the lyrics are always fun it's catchy it's poppy but it doesn't feel it, it's like well produced, but it doesn't to me feel like it would just be like radio hit, radio hit, radio hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Like, I, I think it has a certain poppiness that it uses, you know, like, I, like anytime, anytime you say pop, like, and apply and apply it to music, especially, I think there's like a certain connotation, but some, like some elements of pop music work when mixed into like w- with other things. And I think, the sounds is a good example of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like this track. There's this cool, like, I don't know, there's some cool vocal work in this, that, that kind of breaks in the middle of this track that I was talking about that I liked a lot. Um, but yeah, how, and and that first album, Luke, you're kind of right. That came, it came out, um, I looked it up, it was like 2003. So they, they've definitely, you know, they've been putting in some time now. Uh, Jameson, how'd you feel about the sounds? So this isn't a band I had ever really even heard of and I enjoyed it, but I could definitely for myself, this is something that I would have to be in the right mood for. Like I, I, I listened to it. I don't know, a couple hours ago after I got off work and it didn't hit at all. And, but 
the first time I listened to this podcast through, I thought it was one of my favorite songs. So I don't know for myself, like where that disconnect is, but it's, it's, so I guess I'll give it a, it's fine for me (laughs) because it's like, it just really depended on where I was in my day. Okay. If I liked it or not. Dude, I understand that, man. Uh, Nick, what about you? How how'd you feel about the song? I like the sounds. I can't remember if it was Luke or Pat that got me into them, but I think I started really listening to them when someone randomly uploaded their uh, one of their albums onto my my computer <laughs> that I just had downstairs <laughs> in the estate. Uh, that's how I actually discovered Deltron Thirty Thirty. That's how I discovered uh, uh, who else? The Killers. It's just people putting shit on my computer and me discovering what 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 ends up there today. Hey man, see that's the good. Those are the good <laughs> old days where like it was a good thing to let people put random shit onto your computer. Now it's just like and it's so sketchy. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure right around that time frame, like half of all computers got destroyed by a virus. <laughs> it's, it was like a big deal in the 2000s. It was either iPod music or Goatsy. What was going to be on here? It's iPod music or Goatsy. If you're on LimeWire, you're just going to get that sound clip of that guy that kind of sounds like Bill Clinton talking. He's <laughs> telling you to go to some porn website. I don't remember how that went. Dude, LimeWire. <laughs> fuck. Uh, but no, so, it's, it's, it's a cool song. I like this. This is my favorite of their albums. To the point where I don't know most of the songs on any of their other albums. Uh, we went and saw them live. Luke, you went to that one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think and it was I didn't like Valentine's Day. Uh, was it? Oh, yeah, I think it was like a Valentine's Day <laughs> concert kind of thing. How well, romantic. Yeah, that was one of the most low energy concerts I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty lame. Loved the music, uh, hated the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. The crowd sucked. Dude. Um, but it's a cool bit. The, the problem was is that since this is the only album of theirs I really enjoy that much, I didn't know any of the songs that they were playing at that concert. But whenever one, whenever an al- a song off this album came on, I was hyped. But Fair enough. They're a cool band. Caleb, how about you? Um, same, I think, actually. Uh, so I think it was probably Pat and I. I'm not sure who was first, but... Um, I think we found this band off of like Viva La Bands or some shit, like one of those compilation things that Bam Margera did. Thanks, Bam. Um, and um, I really loved their first album, Living in America. Um, so I had the same kind of experience when I saw them, uh, where I knew all of the songs from, there's a cat in here, hello, um, from that album. Uh, but the rest of it, I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, I saw them with Paramore, who sucked. And um, no doubt, <laughs> dude, that does not surprise me. I've, and no, no doubt, and the sounds were so good. But um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that tour. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was cool. Sydney. Yeah, and yeah, it was. It was a weird scene. Um, doesn't doesn't. Why Sydney, would you? Yeah. Why would like you go to that show, Caleb? Because I like the sounds and I like no doubt and Paramore yeah. can suck it. Yeah. How could you not want to go to? No, it was okay. I guess, yeah, that would have been when No Doubt was really, like... Was she not, like, everybody's just crush in, like, middle school? Not me. No. I will, I will, yeah, at one point in time, I I definitely was, like, definitely was, like, attracted to, like, you know, definitely had a crush on Gwen Stefani, I'd say. Oh, Gwen Stefani, yeah, I thought you meant Haley Williams. I didn't, like, I never really, like, got super into No Doubt, though. I was just in it for Gwen, I suppose. But, I mean, man, I'm a poser. 
<laughs> I'm having an existential crisis over here. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, sounds, okay. So, all right. All right. Sounds like, you know, there's no bad. We got enough. We got a fine. And I think that's fine. Yeah. You know. Uh, what's the next track? Rascal? Don't be <laughs> a rascal. Okay. Rascal, but what? what is it? Is R-M-R. Is that just rumor? Rumor. Yeah, rumor. That's how you spell it. <laughs> it is so, if you want the rap game, dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what's this song about here? What's going... Like... I had such a hard time making sense of this fucking song because I was like, the lyrics are one thing, the music is like so. It's another thing. It's just, I mean, it's a. Is it a serious song? Uh, I honestly cannot answer that. I don't know. Can I can I jump in real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is, if no one else knows, this is a cover of a super shitty country song yeah. by oh, Rascal yeah. Flatts. Oh, yeah. I, I okay. did not know that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's the whole sample. So that's why I'm this fucked. is so funny. Yeah. Oh, let, God. Let jump, okay. jump back in, but I didn't know if anyone else in this group would know that. So I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. No, because, yeah, I'm, like, coming from, like, you know, family from Nebraska and everything. Yeah, yeah. That country music background, and I've... <laughs> first heard this song i was just like this is country roads and then listen to the lyrics i was like this is not country or like uh broken road and it was like this is better and then it just kept getting like more and more fucking obscure and i was like okay i gotta see like if there's a music video and it's goddamn hilarious there it's, is it's a, like, there, oh my god oh man if you haven't watched it you need to like yeah. youtube it right now because it's oh. just like him and his crew and it's just like them just looking at like weird like 90 powerpoint kind of effects of a camera <laughs> pointing guns at it while they're all singing and just like yeah we hard we hard <laughs> no. rascal flats is freaking hilarious but i mean this guy is like super super interesting because again it's like he wears a ski mask doesn't no one knows his like identity and oh a lot God, of his other songs yeah. are kind of the same uh I'm rap but it gets it's not like quite as like satirical as this one feels but okay yeah it's just like again one of those like so random man kind of just like a fun song and yeah. you're like oh yeah country music but it's like you could make some like rap music to it dude yeah i mean it's like I gotta be honest, like if this is the is that cat has a voice like 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 he does in some of these parts, which I don't know, I can't speak for it, but there's some there's some pretty excellent singing in this song, in moments, which is shocking. Yeah, that video, I you know just looking at a clip of it like really quick, like like <laughs> you could tell it's like what the fuck do you make sense of that? Like given the context of like you have the song and then it's like yeah. It looks like just like a, a bunch of people like hanging out, flaunting their fucking guns and shit like that. Like in a lot of it, I, I don't know. It just it, I'm so baffled. But yeah, okay, I'm I'm not any less confused after hearing any anything about it, which is kind of fine, I think. Jameson, how'd you feel about this song since you since you knew it was a uh, like you probably recognized the, the content at yeah, least. So I have a little bit of a fun story for this because 
I fucking despise Rascal Flats, the source <laughs> material for this. So I, I don't really enjoy any modern country music. But when I started working, you know, after high school, I moved to Idaho. I started working as an aircraft mechanic, which is a pretty blue collar job. And so I work with a lot of very churchy kind of guys. And we were all bullshitting one day. And I mentioned the fact, since we we're listening to country radio, that I can't stand Rascal Flats. And I got like verbally abused by one <laughs> about oh how God. I'm a piece of shit because I'm not listening to the <gasps> lyrics of Rascal Flats and how they're an amazing group. So <laughs> I, I always have that to look back on. And so I enjoyed the fuck out of this song. I thought it was great. A great cover <laughs> to really trash on the source material. So yeah, this one was fucking rad. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Yeah, you just like cursed a saint or something. Yeah, you you just being attacked because of Rascal Flats. Like yes, exactly. Like they're just thinking of man, Jamie. Like, can you imagine them going to their wives after work and just being like, like man, like work was great until that fucker Jameson said he didn't like Rascal Flats. (laughs) And on top of it, like like, what? This is a guy with who has. Nine kids, you know, goes to church every fucking Sunday, and he's like, "This twenty-year-old fucking kid came to work today and said he didn't like Rascal Flats." Jesus! Fucking <laughs> so I mean, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, how could you see all that shit? Like, <laughs> my God, man. Well, honey, I guess he's a rascal himself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Caleb, how'd you how'd you fancy this track? So, um, I I don't I avoid you know country music like the plague, so I had no context for it. But I do like that you know they they put that spin on it. It's funny, but um, between the fact that like all right, a little bit of a tangent here, but um, I've been I've been you know, starting to work on um, a bit of a musical project with the help of our sponsor, String Lights. Oh, um, String Lights. And I've been trying to come up with a name for it. And that's been like really difficult. And all these fucking artists on Luke's playlist, um, Rumor, Twerp, KDA, and it's just like, I just need to string some fucking random letters together and I'll be good. I'm putting way too much thought into this shit. Um, but that aside, um, <laughs> Well, do you have some letters in mind? No, I don't. You're not going to be Dr. Unicorn again? No, that's <sighs> it's been done. Um, anyway, but I don't know. Like, the, the, the like, melody? Oh, go ahead. Oh, you should be like people of obscure positions. Poop. <laughs> no, I'm not I'd Rex Shamley. I'd li- <laughs> 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 That'd be like Jankum. Jankum. Uh, that's good though. I like that. That's green. Um, but anyway, um, I I K M. Fuck. You guys, we should make all those things. But, um, I don't know. I liked um, I like the the confusing nature of the lyrics and like the juxtaposition of of the content of the song against the melody and everything but i was just like man i really don't like the way like you know this melody is going and this like 
He's well executed, but yeah, fuck Rascal Flats. I'm with JMO. I'm gonna fight his coworker. I don't really have any context for Rascal Flats music. I guess I used to like. I, I say Rascal Flats still sometimes. Like something happens, like oh Rascal Flats, but like. <laughs> I don't think I would ever say Rascal Flats. You guys would do that? No, what? I've never met a person that does that. You would say like, ah, rats. No, ah, Rascal Flats. I just really needed that extra couple syllables in there. Oh, God. Well, now I feel like a dingus. Okay. All right. Well, well, uh, Nick, did we gather your thoughts on this? Did you? How did you? This this was a very strange experience for me because this was gonna be one of my my first gavels of the list. Oh, um, because oh. the like first one of the one of the just best ways to piss me off with music is to make me listen to fucking piano music with someone singing emotionally over it. Or it feels like someone is trying to get me to donate to a charity that has a questionable administration cost. <laughs> So I had no context for this song, and since hearing like what it's about, the fact that it's a rascal, the fact that they're just straight up clowning Rascal Flats, and then and especially after hearing Jameson's story, this song has become one of my favorite on the lists because what? <laughs> <laughs> the context alone has changed it. it. I find it hilarious now, and especially now that I have the lyrics brought up, imagining these hilarious fucking lyrics sang over a, rash, a Rascal Flat song, half of which are fuck 12, yeah. <laughs> brings me endless joy. <laughs> half of which. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it. like I, I I honestly think this is just like low-key, but it's like one of the more like surprising tracks just in general. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, not, it wasn't abrasive. It wasn't rude. It was just sort of like, what is happening right now? <laughs> so this is that song. This is that song in this playlist that's like, you remember in Rookie of the Year how his mom he like re breaks his arm and he can't yeah. throw anymore, and yeah. his mom's like, just float it. This is that song. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, that is so fucking... I haven't thought about that movie in so damn long. <laughs> really? That's like the one that scene that... that I just think about. It's just like, I can't... For some reason, I feel like that guy's name was like Bone Crusher or something like that. <laughs> and, and he's just like hitting, just like, just Barry Bonds, hitting them out of the fucking park. And then for some reason, he can't hit this like underhand pitch float ball from yeah. a fucking 13 year old boy and that, that's what wins him the fucking title like like that guy should not be in MLB if he can't hit that shit <laughs> get off the feet yeah exactly yeah the fuck yeah dude oh my god uh well Caleb will be stoked about this one. Oh, fuck. Um, that this leads us right into a real big fish. <laughs> Yo, you can't have all of me. I Again, real big fish is another one of those, uh, like, you know, Scott, it's up and down. And when this hit, like, every time, this one hit. Caleb, that lip. Uh, Luke, like, in your opinion, like, are real is real big fish, like, one of the staples for your ska, like, your ska tastes? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think like they're kind of one of the OG. Well, I guess like of like third wave ska, you know, because there's like Mustard Plug and 
like my boss tones and stuff like that but <clears throat> i feel like real big fish is like an or like an og ska band yeah especially just because of like how long they've been around too so this is like off their newer album and i feel like it's just a good reminder of just like you know things that are always gonna go like your way shit like your family work everything like that even like your own thoughts and it's like yeah you know what like you don't have to give yourself to like everyone you can just like take it easy on yourself and like fuck everyone else <laughs> but it's like so positive with that yeah, message exactly, you but know it's, happy. I mean? it's like it's like instead of just being like hey fuck you motherfucker you're like hey fuck you yeah yeah dude, <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey cheers man fuck you <laughs> it's, like, it's like how you would admit ska is like how like jesus would say fuck you he's like hey fuck you turn the other cheek <laughs> oh i love Courtesy it yeah jesus i really yeah again like this this just i don't know i don't know why man but it just like it continued to hit it just hit the spot like every time i fucking jam this song and i i agree with you i i think as far as like I, I, I I'm aware like a real big fish is is one of those. I look at them as like you know, probably like for myself them Goldfinger and I'd have to think of one other maybe for myself the Mighty Boston's but like there's there's a certain trifecta that of like ska bands that I think I'd, I'd put them in you know that like really are kind of like the top of the list for me. But uh, Nick, how'd you feel about this real big fish? Uh, before we get into that, I would just like to submit less than Jake to that that quad fecta. Oh, that's a good yeah, that's a good call, man. All my friends um, are metalheads. One of the all time banger. <laughs> uh, real real big fishes. They're not my favorite. The like so the kind of ska I like leans a little harder into the punk than the reggae, and this song in particular does lean a little bit too hard into the reggae for my taste. I'm not a I'm not a big fan. Um. But this song is still really enjoyable, and it made me want a Mai Tai, so. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. Uh, Jameson, how about you? Well, I'd, I'd like to give a shout-out to our missing cast member today. As Ooh. Dusty would say, I was enjoying a good ska with this song. So. Yes, you would. <laughs> you, <laughs> that's exactly what he'd say. So. You fucking know it. I, I said it with the last one. It's just fun fucking music. I, it's not my go-to, but it's just fun to listen to. So I like it, and I'm enjoying a good ska with this one. <laughs> uh, Caleb, did this, did this song change your opinion about ska? No. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, like Nick was saying... Um, ska is slightly better when it leans more towards punk than reggae i would agree with that i still don't like any of it but um <laughs> i really fucking hated this a lot um <laughs> like, like I, I i do i agree with luke like it's a nice message it's relatable and it's it's a good positive kind of you know um thing to be saying you know like you gotta you gotta save some of yourself for yourself that's good agreed with that but i want to jump on that stage and beat every member of the 24 piece band um to death with a trombone or the trumpet or whatever i can get my hands on first i just God. it's it's just it just 
I don't know what's wrong with me, you guys, but <laughs> ska, ska makes me like, like, unbelievably like, violent, like angry to like the point of like tears and despair. But yet there is still what? rage. Like the there despair isn't enough to sit me down. I still want to get up and I, I'm gonna. My my version of skanking is is I'm gonna more. It's more like shanking. Shanking. Yeah. You just gonna go to the pit and just start stabbing at people. I'm gonna get up on stage. I'm and get... start stabbing at the trombone player. Oh man, I'm, I thought I'm... you meant like beef shanks. Oh, sure. that I'm like, you're gonna, that you're gonna, I was hungry. wait, I was like salivating for a second, and now I'm just <laughs> kind of like upset that I was. No, yeah. actually, what I'd probably Dang. do is I'd, I'd beat I mean, them all. Shanks up, would be good, and I'd steal the entire brass section and sell it on eBay because that shit is valuable. <laughs> mm. damn that's cold-blooded that's cold-blooded <laughs> oh man uh ooh, the, uh luke the next track i was 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 kind of another god another good fucking pick like i haven't listened to mxpx in in what feels like forever but let's ride was like i don't know it's it paints this interesting picture you, you guys know how we would always travel away from the fucking valley to like you know like the mountains and then to the seattle like this paints kind of like almost a picture of like knowing the area that mxpx is is from and around like you know it's like that reverse where it's like almost like let's go to the cascades and they're going for like the fucking sunshine and like the fucking nature almost you know Mm -hmm. it was kind of cool uh anyway like what what draws you to this song uh yeah, I mean, you know, MXPX is, again, one of those just nostalgic bands for me. <clears throat> just for one of the first punk bands. I mean, kind of one of the first bands that got me into punk, like yeah. punk rock, especially. And, um, I mean, local band came out of Bremerton, like one of the only good things to come out of Bremerton ever. And, like, I liked, like, Mike Pereira a lot. Um, just phenomenal bass player one of the guys I looked up to while I was playing bass and this song is just exactly I think ages with us like where we were and where they were when they first got big like with like responsibility yeah. and then it kind of kept like progressing and then this album and Let's Ride is exactly I think where all of us are at where it's just like kind of like we're still like those punk rock kids we're just grown up now and we still just like want to like go do our thing still be those punk rock kids but like grown up yeah so it was like yeah just like kind of you know like the last song like let loose just let it ride everything's gonna work out happens for a reason like you know it doesn't matter if like you get married you have kids we all move away from each other it's just like we all have like this one thing that's like kind of like is still there for everyone fuck yeah dude that's a very that's a very well put, man. I I can I really appreciate that sentiment. I'm with you there, man. Like it it is. It's a and I, that's been one of the un, uncanny experiences, you know. I guess just not to break from the song, but just with this, like with doing things like this podcast and stuff like that. It's like you realize when we talk to each other, no matter how long it's been, like shit picks right back up, and it's because that energy is you know there with each other, and that energy mm-hmm. is like something we always had in common with each other, you know. It's fucking yeah. cool. That's a really great way of looking at this song. Um, damn, yeah. Uh, but the rest of you heathens, what about you? Jameson, how'd you feel about this MXPX song? So 
I had pretty much forgotten MXPX was even a band. And so when I saw them on here, it was just like a total nostalgia track. And I don't know how old this one is, if it's off of, but it just like immediately put me in a circle pit at Warp Tour at the Gorge. You know, and it was just like such yeah, a man. good feeling track for me. So I, I really dug it. Hell yeah. Caleb, what about you? So you guys are not going to believe this, but um, I actually really like MXPX. I'm, I um, am surprised by that, honestly. They, they were kind of a, a formative band for me growing up because, you know, like, uh, you know, the parents didn't let us listen to anything that wasn't, you know, overtly Christian. And this was one of like the first bands that they were Christian enough maybe at the start or at least positive enough that it was allowed and mm -hmm. so like you know slowly going the way of the buffalo um was a huge album for me but i kind of stopped listening to them more in like 2000 what was it like uh, before everything and after so like that's my era of mxpx so i'm not familiar with this song but yeah i'm, I'm glad to see that they're still just doing their their same thing and <laughs> holy shit man if you guys ever get a chance to see them live that's a that's a hoot that would be fun band i, I enjoyed this one yeah, I, bet, I I definitely bet that they probably like they probably still would play like a, a decent show. If no FX can still do it, MXPX can. Uh, Nick, what about you though? How how'd you feel about this song? I'm I'm ashamed to admit as much pop punk as I listen to, uh, MXPX usually doesn't make it into the rotation. I think I just kind of forgot that they existed too. Um, but this song is really cool. Uh, it was it, it felt old school pop punk for sure. Um. I don't know. I, I had no idea they were from Bremerton, so that's also really interesting. That mm -hmm. that endears them to me. So huh. no, I had no idea. <laughs> but I'm definitely gonna go back and check out some more of their stuff because mm, they seem foundational, and that's important. It is a good foundation. Uh, but taking the energy from that punk rock and kind of slowing it right down uh, is the next track that you picked, Luke, and it's uh, your song by was it? Ellie Goulding. Yeah, Ellie Goulding, yeah. Yeah, I just uh this is honestly one of my favorite cover songs. Mm. Um, because obviously Elton John is the original for your yeah. song. Um, but Ellie Goulding was one of those people, uh like, you know, one of my best friends, Pat, turned me on to Ellie Goulding and it so it reminds me of him, no homo. And <laughs> it just is like like she's like amazing, amazing vocalist. Um, it's a really good rendition, and one like also just one of my favorite songs too. Yeah. So I feel like it just is like I'm like yeah, this is like deserves a place on this playlist as well for like all those reasons. Yeah, man. Yeah, it. Uh, I honestly, I, I don't know if I really listened to it. Maybe I've had like happenstance or something before now, but uh, yeah, dude, I, I've always loved this song and this is just a really gorgeous rendition of it. Like it really was, it really is. It's, uh, and it gets you, man, it gets you in the feels in the right moment of the day mm -hmm. for sure. So yeah, this, the, yeah, this was a, this, uh, it was an interesting pick because I didn't, I didn't expect it like in the, like the, the range of stuff that we had done so far. Cause I was like energy, energy, energy everywhere. And then this was like a really cool kind of like slow down right at the end there. Um, but the rest of you guys, what about you? Uh, Nick? No, Nick? Yes. Ellie. How do you feel about this? <laughs> Ellie, we talked about this. 
And I don't want to listen to piano oh. music with soulful singing over the top of it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, that said, Ellie Goulding is a totally fine artist. She has a lot of really good other music. This is just not one I like, unfortunately, because of what because of the way that it is. Is it is it because it's so starkly just piano and? Yeah, it's because it just feels like a commercial trying to get me to send a nickel a day to a child in need. <laughs> on the other, it, it's just it, it, it's this feeling that comes with this type of song. It just goes right with arms of an angel. Like throw it in the same <laughs> fucking folder on my computer, and then throw that into the recycling bin. Wow. But you know, if you sent a nickel a day, you would be able to feed someone a bowl of rice. We're gonna eat the nickels Twice a day. <laughs> I mean, is that what rice is made out of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, but I, I always love the story. So I, I think the, just the way Pat tells it, it just paints this bizarre picture of this weird reality. So it was about the concert that you and him went. Like you saw Ellie Golding live. Yeah. And he just <laughs> describes. He he always describes it as just being Pat, Luke. And then, like, a whole sea of white girls who were all simultaneously mad at their boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I, I have to, like, explain this story. So, like, uh, we were living in Bellingham at the time, and I was going to Western. And I remember, so Pat got tickets to this. I think it was actually for my birthday. He was like, he's like, yo, I got, here's, like, your birthday gift. And it was tickets to LA Goldie. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And... So, you know, these were back in like April or whatever he bought them. And <clears throat> I had a final, an English final on the day of, and I was like, oh, it's yeah. like, well, shit, I need to figure out how to like get out of this final. So I legit, not proud of, but legit said that I had a family member die. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so I could get, cause I was like, I was like thinking like, you know, I can't just say I'm sick. Cause obviously like, a professor has probably heard that like how many fucking times so i'm like okay well what's something that he can't just like call me out on yeah, yeah. like how, how many gonna professors be that person just, yeah yeah exactly like how many professors would be like bring me the ashes <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like no, no 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 it's not gonna happen and and yeah it was just like at the paramount and we go there and it's like big group and we're just like oh cool awesome and yeah we're standing like in the middle of like the crowd so we can see her and yeah we're like kind of looking around like like a lot of her songs are like high energy this is like not one of those songs but high energy songs stuff like live band playing behind like all the music isn't like just like synth or like recorded produced and you look to your left look to your right and it's just like the like typical boyfriend kind of like behind the girlfriend with like hands on the hips kind of holding no. and, and like Pat and I are just standing next to each other we're just kind of like should, should we should, should we this? <laughs> <laughs> so, do we need a fit in the crowd <laughs> me. my god dude let's see uh that yeah that sounds weird dude like i i mean that's the always like one of those make or break things with shows is just like is the crowd you mentioned it earlier too like but it's like is the crowd fucking weird like yeah are they into it or are they just gonna stand there and gawk or like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> you know that's weird um uh jameson how'd you feel about the about the this cover there eh? so i think it was a 
really, really well done cover. She's, I mean, she has such a beautiful voice, so that was great. But most of my uh, experience with Ellie Golding is from her like EDM covers that she had done, and uh, I figured Caleb would make. I mean, you would connect with this. It made me feel so fucking old because after I saw this, I was like, oh, I know that she did a cover. Uh, well, Bass Nectar did a cover of Lights by Ellie Golding. So I went and I listened to that. That fucking song is 10 years old. That came out in 2012 and it feels like fucking yesterday. So I know that doesn't connect to this, but it just makes me feel so fucking old. Like, this shit is creeping up on us man dude it it does man it really it really is that's fucking wild um everybody Caleb, do we get your thoughts um so yeah basically just kind of same thing like you know that's that's what i always think of what jameson said like you know i'm more familiar with her other stuff but yeah she's she's super talented it's a it's a beautiful song but i'm also with nick a little bit on this like um, I'll give her a pass because it's a great rendition. And Elton John, um, he gets a pass too because he's really good at doing that piano thing. But yeah, I could. I could yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll accept Elton John from that. I, I, I could take it or leave it with the piano and the singing. And it, like, okay, Elliot Dix, like, let's just <laughs> run him under the bus again. Really. Love you, bud. Um, it's just not my thing, but it is um, undeniably a very beautiful song. So. I don't know. Um, and this brings us to the last track on the playlist, man, which is just such a fucking dope track. I just gotta say, uh, Fat Boy Slim, Weapon of Choice. Like, this song has such great groove, fucking energy, man. Like, I don't know. Op- I, like, I open a, a cafe in the morning when listening to this, and this fucking hits the spot, man. I got me like. It just makes me move in like such the perfect fucking way. You can fall right in line with this, like the this song, you know. But uh, yeah, why, why this song, Luke? Well, how can how can you not end a playlist as a '90 Kids with Fat Boy Slim? Yeah, like it's just everything that we grew up with. And also, I mean, like when you when you hear this song, you immediately think of Christopher Walken just <laughs> dancing around. Of all, like escalators and flying at one point, <laughs> just, just so good. <clears throat> oh fuck yeah, dude! That's so true though. Like it is like one of the first things that pops into your mind as soon as the song starts playing. You know? Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn. Uh, Jmo, how, how how'd you feel about this, man? Does this yeah. song does this song get you? Just groove yeah, for sure. And. Um my immediate thought is like the song is just as good as the music video but as we had mentioned before this song makes me think of our friend pat like i remember uh like me and caleb and pat were all living together and we we're super into edm music and pat coming out and telling us that he his favorite dj was fat boy slim and i was like what the fuck like that is so, so strange for everything else that we listened to but and then i went and listened to it and he's yeah fat boy slim's a fucking real fucking solid dj so uh it, it was a bit of a nostalgia track for me and a killer song oh yeah um nick what about you man 
Bat Boy Slim has always been one of the most mystifying artists to me because I cannot <laughs> give you a single reason why he is as popular as he is. I don't know what it is. I can't find it. I can't find the answer in his music, but I love well, listening to it and I don't stop. <laughs> I, I have no idea why it's good. It's good. I, like I, as a musician and a like a producer and like a fan of music in general, generally I can tell when an artist is good and when they're not. I have literally no metric by which to judge Flatboy Slim other than the fact that I like it. It's bizarre. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. It's a cool song. Music videos cast too. It's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Caleb, do you get down on this Fatboy Slim? Yeah, it's a it's a great song. Um, I did not grow up with this. Like, I was not a normal '90s kid. Very sheltered. Uh, I've never seen that music video, but I'm gonna go watch it now because Christopher Walken. That sounds like a fun. Um, and it's just a really great example of some old school DJing, and um, he's clearly super super fucking talented. Um, but yeah, it, it just reminds me of Pat um, and being yeah a little confused too, like. Oh, okay. Let's let's explore like that kind of side. <laughs> of, of yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it, it also it always fucking reminds me. It's just like, oh, we're having a, a montage scene in a heist movie right now. That's what oh, it sounds like to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like... you know he did he he got a lot of play in like TV and movies at that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. Like it became quite a popular like yeah. track in the long run. But it's just such a such a fucking jam. Like I don't know, man. Like I said, like it just it always the energy always hits for me at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Well, okay. In total, that's the entire playlist. I I really uh you know, it's it's a fucking wild ride all the way through. But we have to get through our tops and bottoms. So everybody's got to pick a top and bottom on the list. Uh, well, I'm definitely top. Actually, no, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> got that mean ground game. We haven't even mentioned. Are are we still going with it, Luke? Are you still my pot sticker to the uh, big yeah. rice? Oh yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Dude, I've been trying to figure out how to get like a like get us into a royal rumble, and there's yeah. a bunch of like <laughs> I, amateur wrestling leagues, and I'm just like, oh my god. I, I guess I should just give a little context to that. When we were in high school and me and Luke would wrestle people, which I guess that's strange to say. We were the amount of times that we've but it's just wrestle. It's just wrestling, boys. Yeah, just wrestling every wrestling. every fucking day at the Vines Estate. But me and Luke were the tag team crew of Pot Sticker and Big Rice. So Yeah. You know, like the, I think that at the next reunion, that like you know maybe wrestling. maybe some maybe somebody has to has to challenge the tag team duo. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm notorious I, for losing all the time, but maybe an alter ego can take it. Well, <laughs> you never gave up. You never tapped yeah, out. Exactly. The one the one thing that I do remember is <laughs> when you bug were wrestling I, Dusty. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> and at the and you were you were like beating him pretty bad. He <laughs> had a desperation grab this like yeah. four foot like stand fan and just pulled it over under his head. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like his way of getting out yeah. of like whatever hold you had on him. And it was just like I, I can't Fucking remember who, but someone I it might have been Jameson was just like was like, oh I'll, I'll use the fan and Dusty just like kinda looks over like a like a oh like Eureka <laughs> just pulled over and it just like broke over your head. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, dude. Oh my god, it's so funny. Uh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah dusty with the fucking fan like he did he cracked that fucking thing straight off yeah. like it uh yeah that sucked. <laughs> there's so much shit like that at the fucking vines house man oh my god the liability we put those people through growing yeah. up and <laughs> yeah and then just jim, jim coming out and just being Dude. like oh, okay yeah, as long yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't need like Jim never got mad about, about shit like that. He just sort of was just like, I don't know. I mean, he just chalked it up to us being idiots. I think like yeah. just like, well, at least they didn't really get hurt. Like, yep. If if we're gonna wrestle, uh, um, I'm gonna have to like be the ref or something because I don't have health insurance and I'm not getting chopped in the neck again. Hey man, <laughs> I'll wrestle. I mean, it's, it's that's what I'm saying. gonna be there because that's been really a while. What you gotta gotta worry about. <laughs> That'll be the true question, man. <laughs> if Scott's there, then like I don't know, man. The, the chopping might happen. <laughs> I mean, he you gotta is watch out. So Protect your fucking like, neck. Precise. See, the, the strategy against Scott is to get his, his his heart rate high enough that it kicks in the in the peacemaker, oh, the pacemaker. I thought, I thought you were just gonna say carry a magnet on you for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate villain tactic. <laughs> like, oh, he's got Weiss has got him down for a two count. And he pulls out a magnet. Oh, shit. <laughs> he brought an MRI machine. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No, how we didn't see that. It was a major operation. Move that thing. Oh. <laughs> fucking, fucking hell. Mad love to all of our friends, man. I love them. Goddamn. Um, all right. All right. Uh, does anybody have a top and bottom? Does it? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, do you have to fucking guess? Well, yeah. wait, which which Scott song is the bottom? That's actually it. Um, that is, yes. Yeah, that's. Well, the... <laughs> I'll I'll get it. I'll get to that. The good news is, um, <laughs> it's pretty easy for me. Um, Covet Shibuya. That's absolutely my top. Super great. Um, nothing new, but as far as like a new song, honestly, I think that uh, Volumes was was cool. I I'm, I was happy to check them out. Um, and then the absolute bottom of bottoms is You Can't Have All of Me by Real Big Fish. So oh, fuck yourself. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you need to go to therapy. <laughs> I have, and it kind of helps. <laughs> Bring up, have you brought back. up Real Big Fish, though? I, I've actually, I've, I've brought up like how mad I get at stupid things. And Scott's on the, that list. He huh? did not have an answer for me. Maybe, <laughs> Chill maybe out, man. did he know what Ska is? Ska? I mean, it wasn't just Ska, just the things I get upset about and the level to which I get upset. And Yeah, it's, it's the jury's still out. Hey, it happens, man. Uh, Goose Fraba, as uh, Jack Nicholson's character would yeah. say in the classic Anger Management with Adam Sandler. I'll try. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um just uh my my tops and bottoms real quick i i honestly think when looking at it like atomic karate just really like i just loved the fucking energy of it i loved the fucking grooviness of it uh i think that was probably my top track it's hard to pick though because there's there's a handful of ones that i was like wow dude like didn't know about that um 
bottom of the list is definitely probably just uh probably just rascal like just because like i didn't i was like what is hat what the fuck is going on <laughs> but hell yeah um uh, jameson what about you man yeah so um the easy pick for me would be for a top would be dice game but i think i'm actually gonna go with shibuya like caleb said i mean it was something totally new to me that blew me away so i think that's going to take the top of my list and the bottom would be the baddest i don't remember the the law kada yeah just you don't like the white up, pleaser it, it just brought <laughs> some ptsd man i'm wasn't for me <laughs> oh nick what about you man listen to this like, yeah um we're trying to get her on the, was, on the podcast oh okay <laughs> well this was kind of tricky um there's there's like a lot of really good stuff on this um i mean obviously i already like covet before coming here i already like the, the sounds but if like stuff that i wasn't really that familiar with i the two the two standout artists i had were certainly the warriors and clipping um both of them were sick as hell and they that may, maybe i was just in a real angry mood when i listened to this playlist but those two hit that fucking spot that was cool nice um bottom of the list is i'm sorry ellie but yeah your song is right at the bottom for me that was that was fucking punishment to listen to (laughs) damn well you know i guess that's why it gets that special place right down there that's that's terrible though what what'd they do what what'd she do to you the guest has to still pick his top and bottom. Song. Yeah, Luke, if, if you had to if you had to get cutthroat with your own playlist, playlist. Okay. Yep. yeah, it's, it's tough to do, but you got to do it. Yeah, you have to narrow it down. Like, what's your what's your go to if you had to just pick one song off this fucking list? Oh man, um, I think if I was gonna go with top, it'd probably be. I think I think I gotta go with Let's Ride, just because it just like brings up like honestly like when I first heard the song it brought up so many memories of like us at the estate and everything and it's just like what all of us have like gone through together and growing up and we all like went our separate ways but you know like you said earlier Bug. It's just like we can all just pick up exactly where we left off. Hell yeah. And so it's like we all can just kind of like I feel like if any of us just like got together, we would just be able to like, like just individually, you know, we would just be able to like go do whatever. And it'd be always fun. Always fun. You know, Um, bottom of this list. I guess I guess I would have to say Ellie Golding too, just because it is kind of like the standoff song on okay. it. Like it's like it's put on there because like Ellie Golding's amazing and I love this song and I love this cover, but like it doesn't like it's probably like the outlier in this playlist. Fair enough. I get yeah, I got yeah. It def I mean it definitely is. It's like the only one that has like a really slowed down energy for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Like it's kind of almost like if you were at high school dance and he's like Yo, this is the last 
slow dance song so uh, grab those grab those dates grab them hips but make room for god exactly yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's like okay this is actually the last song and it's just like ludicrous or something (laughs) yeah to the fucking from from the windows to the walls again yeah and you're just dancing (laughs) in the cafeteria the ludicrous just grinding (laughs) just (laughs) try to get your grind on God. I'm sure, I'm sure what Jameson an ugly picture that is. <laughs> I remember that so distinctly, too. Yeah, That's just exactly. exactly what it's like. That was just the most apt description. Ugh. For the, for I, the second time of this podcast, Eastmont. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Jameson looking at me at, at a dance, and like I was dancing with my girlfriend at the time while I was standing there grimacing while she was dancing. Good time. <laughs> that sounds and so creepy. <laughs> I hated it so much. And Jameson yep. just looked at me and he he just knew what I was feeling and just bust out laughing so hard. <laughs> just I, in your face. I felt it too, bro. I, I felt this too. I made the ska face. The ska face. <laughs> was that homecoming? I think I was in your guys' group for that. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I took, uh, I took my ex. <laughs> it was really uh, dumb. Wait, why wait, now you, why did you take your ex? I invited her and we got the tickets before I broke up with her. Oh. I, I thought you said it was it was the dumbest high schooliest shit. I thought you said you took your axe, like you took like a tomahawk to the dance. Yeah. That yeah, also Nick, wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise us, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't perturbed at all other than like, oh maybe don't bring an axe to school. <laughs> they let that in. <laughs> oh man. Uh anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, well, guys, we're gonna leave it here because we're good chunking. But uh, Luke, really fucking appreciate you coming on here, man. Like you have no idea how much I was looking forward to seeing your face and hearing your fucking voice. And I know these boys were too. Um, but you have to, like, we have to get you back on again with some with some other fresh round of musical fuckery if you want. You're always oh, welcome. Yeah. You know, anytime you want to hop on something, man, we'd love to like just keep you keep your fucking voice on here, man. <laughs> But. Yeah, thanks, thanks you all for having me. I mean, this is this is great. It's good to reconnect over music. I feel like that's what a, a lot of our friendships were built on. Absolutely, man. Yep. And yeah, I think that's uh, I don't know. Music after all these years is still connecting us. I, I think it's cool. But all right, guys, let's say goodnight for now. Tell the corn dogs that. Uh, well, I don't know. Tell them whatever you want if you want. I'm just gonna say goodnight. Yep. Good night, corn dogs. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. Oh yeah. Thanks, Ooh, had to have it. Yep. yep. It's a classic from from our missing number tonight. Gong uh, for the folks for the corn dogs out there that are not eating corn dogs right now because it's Lunar New Year. It's pretty cool, fun. That's fair. Corn dogs. Expensive. <laughs> <laughs>